This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It sounds crazy. Hello, 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 hello. Oi, 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 What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, my name is Larry. Lawrence. Lionel. And this is that One Piece talk, where we talk One Piece. Listen, guys, it's episode 79 today. I am really hyped. That means, also, there is no One Piece chapter, which means... One Piece break week. And I know everybody loves break weeks because we get into some of the most random topics of all time. So I just personally want to say thank you to everybody that's currently here. Unfortunately, we do not have Sebastian. Sebastian is under the weather. He didn't do enough push-ups this morning. And he was just like, bro, I got to call it. So he's not going to be here for the show. But we got the twins. And they're so highly requested every damn episode, yo. Everything that we ever do. They're like, yo, where the twins at, yo? I'm tired of hearing Larry's L takes, bro. <laughs> so we got the twins here, man. I, I think this is going to be a banger of a show. Um, I do want to say, guys, please be a little patient because Sebastian does most of the Super Chat readings and such. So since Sebastian's not here, uh, I'm just going to have to pay a little bit more attention to you guys while doing everything else. And it's going to be an amazing time either way. Um, what else do I need to announce? Oh, um, my my theory video on my personal YouTube, Ayo Larry, um, happens to be doing really well. Um, we I, I got 17,000 views in like a week from this first theory of mine. Amazing. But also, uh, we don't have a small mini podcast tomorrow, and we have Sebastian's Davies Dark Tour. Um, <clears throat> Sebastian's Davy Dark Tournament on Wednesday, and that's going to be really exciting. It's going to be at 6.30 p.m. Um, also, on TikTok, we're almost at 30,000 followers. Um, shout out to our audio-only listeners. To everybody that's in the YouTube chat, thank you so much as well. And if you want to buy some merch, we only have small, medium shirts. They're at thatonepiecetalk.com slash merch if you want some. Um, yeah, man. I feel like I spoke so much just now. <laughs> Holy. Um, but anyway, thank you so much, guys, for being here. Um, we did get a super chat from Joy Boy Mark uh, for $50. He says, <laughs> he says, bang, bang, hashtag buggy gang, bro. <laughs> I don't understand, bro. I don't understand. Thank you so much, uh, Joy Boy Mark. Then we got one from James Hudson for $2. He says, the Lionel CGI looking dope today. <laughs> I feel he's all right. No, yeah, he does have feel <laughs> Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> all right. Um, so I don't think we're going to do too much uh, today, guys. I think I have some questions that are made up. And then I think we're going to take some phone calls. Uh, very much at the end of the episode. I'm probably thinking like the last 30 minutes just to get more than a couple instead of just two phone calls. All right. So for today, let's see the questions I've made up. <laughs> oh, let's actually get into the the actual um, Oda's message. Did you guys see Oda's message at all? 
I I think I heard something about. Did you read it? No, I, okay. I didn't hear okay. about it. Yeah, go ahead. Did you read it? No. No. Okay. So I'm gonna just read it. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So Oda sent out a message. I wanted to know what you guys thought about it. Oda says to everyone attending Jump Festa, as well as everyone else tuning in. Hello. This is the world famous idol uh, Ichiro Uta. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> now then, this year the Wano Country saga finally ended, and while the manga's been plenty busy, Film Red also became a massive box office hit. So it's been one mind-blowing year. All One Piece staff members were cheering of joy. Uh, thank you for the super chat, villain. Uh, Uta Chan's upcoming Red and White TV tour will be airing for the following days only as well so i hope you can enjoy it also the trading card game actually turned out to be pretty fun right before this i asked my editors give me the rare cards but they told me that's a desire not even the likes of us can be granted access to what the hell uh this long story has already been going on for over 25 years and recently i've noticed that more and more younger readers are getting into it which makes me happy i know i've been saying final saga this and Final Saga that, but it's not gonna end as quickly as I'm making it sound. So I'd recommend not stressing over it and just reading comfortably. Next year, the game that's been six years in development, One Piece Odyssey, will finally release. And the One Piece Hollywood live action is making progress. For now, we have the scenes, but if I'm being honest, the most worried person in the world that this will turn out good is me, LOL. But actually looks amazing and finally for the future of the one piece manga no way that person and that person are going to be fighting that's the t type of story you can expect if i were to give it a title i'd call it a free for all battle royale i hope no one dies please look forward to that one piece uh the one piece series this following year like always ichiro oda so uh, who wants to go first? LLO. He's about to say something already. Yeah? No, no. <laughs> no it's maybe not that he said, I hope no one dies. You're the, you're the author. You're the author. You're the writer. <laughs> what do you mean you hope no one dies? You, you can write it any way you want. But so, but, so he's pretty much saying that the show's not going to end in five years. It's going to take longer than that. I mean... That's what it seemed like. I, listen, it's Oda. He's he's lied before. <laughs> he's a troll. I don't see yeah. lying, but he trolls a lot. So um, he did a lot here. So he's he working on a new game coming out, and um, and he's, I guess he wants to explore more with the with his films, with the One Piece movies, right? Mm -hmm. Seems like he wants to explore more with that, and I guess he's liking the fact that a lot of young ones are coming into One Piece, mm -hmm. and I guess he wants to keep it going for them or whatever. But uh, it kind of goes into what I told you before, what I thought Oda could do, Lionel. Yeah, but I don't know if I should bring it up now it, or not because it goes. Yeah, it kind of goes into what we bung up before, but no, don't go to it yet. Don't. Yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll say that for later. But okay. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Uh, no, I'm just hyped that um, cause I I just feel like if he was gonna try to end it in five years, mm -hmm. I feel like he would have been rushing it, and we saw probably a little bit of that with Wano. Mm -hmm. But if Oda's going to take it, be more relaxed, even though he said he is still worried, and maybe like not try to end it in five years, maybe we we're gonna get more into the story where we're not gonna see him that as rushed, which will make One Piece better. Mm. If it's not rushed, oh, I got to end it in five years because I want to retire, you mm. know? But because I think Oda, too, he's best when he's enjoying what he's doing. 
Yeah. Not being stressed out, not being overworked, not you know, he's just enjoying what he's writing and enjoying what he's drawing, enjoying the storyline of one piece of stuff. Because we're enjoying it, you created it in a way you should enjoy it as well for your readers. Mm. And if you trying to rush it within five years, that it will show in your work, mm. you know. And I don't want that to happen because that's going to take away from like what you've built up so far for all these years. Yeah. You know. But if you're taking your time with it, you're going to relax on that and just kind of enjoy it with us. That to me, we could be seeing maybe even more creative Oda in that aspect. So that could be interesting. Uh, hopefully, it goes well. Anything and, else? And that's the all out war. Yeah. Yeah, he talked about an all out war. Did you say war? Because he said, yeah, he said war and he said no, two he things. He said uh, all out battle. Uh, free for all. Free for all. Battle right? Royale. Right. And he mentioned that there's no, like, I guess people we wouldn't expect to be fighting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you meant by like dream matchups or whatever, but you kind of said that we couldn't that we're going to get that, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, we're going to see, oh, people we need to speak to say, like, there's no way they're two about to fight. So that's exciting in itself because we all kind of, we do power scaling a lot and we kind of do the matchups that we kind of really get in one piece. But all the saying that, no, he's going to give us, in a way, so to speak, what we want in this all-out battle for all, you know? Free mm-hmm. for all, where people where we may not seem to, uh, to go against each other, you may get that in one piece. And that's awesome because usually when you have two people are too strong, you don't really want to downplay the others. So you kind of have like an off-screen fight, like kind of like Oda. I mean, like um, Whitebeard and Roger. We saw a little bit of them clash, mm-hmm. but then we didn't see any of the fight. We see these two powerhouses, like two one of the two strongest people in the show, but we don't really know how those fights ended or what took place in those fights. You know, but we just know that they're both strong and they're both legends. So it's like, you know, how do you draw an ending to that fight? But Oda's saying that he may give us, obviously not necessarily them two, they're dead, but people who are alive now, matchups that we may we kind of wish to see. Mm-hmm. In this all-out battle, you know, so that's uh, that's something to look forward to. I uh, hope Oda like. I'm not trying to get too high expectations for it because you never know, but I'm just something to look forward to. All right, what about you, Lionel? <clears throat> what do you think about what Oda said? I'm gonna. I thought it was pretty dope that with Oda, um, like you know, him saying that it's not gonna end as quickly as he as he thought it is, pretty much. Because again, we want One Piece to last a lot longer than than five years or like any too soon. And, like, you know, Oda always put, like, I'm going to end it soon, but now it's, like, maybe he's holding off that. Maybe because of the younger fans, or it could be other reasons. Or, again, Oda's a troll. He'd be trolling and be saying certain things, but I don't really mean this. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't really sometimes take Oda too seriously on those things, but when he sh- gives shout-out to our manga specifically, those are when we kind of, like, take notice of when he's talking about the free fall. But I want to focus on, did he say, like, no way those, like, did he sp- did he was it specific on two people? Because that um, got me confused. Because he said, "No way, those two are fighting." Then he said, "Free for all." Now I'm getting confused because like, like he example. said he said that person and that person are going to be fighting. Yeah, so that's what got me confused and interesting because like, he said that person, that person. Yeah. Then he links it to a free for all because mm-hmm. free for all means more than one, like more than two. I mean, yeah. yeah. But now you're saying that person, that person. I think he meant like as an example, like the free for all is going to bring a bunch of people. And that person and that person, and like example, like that person and that person, they're going to be fighting. Yep. You know, I think, yeah, that's what he kind of was alluding to. But he said it once, but free throw means more than one, you know? Okay. But that, again, makes, because I don't think he's linked to, like, the final battle. But mm-hmm. he just said that, and we don't know if it's going to happen soon or not, but I'm sort of thinking, yo, like, what's this, that person and that person, this free throw battle? Like, that's interesting, you yeah. know, because, like, he's not linking to, like, the end. He's thinking of might happen actually soon. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. Honestly, I'm random. I'm thinking of 
Luffy and Dragon, honestly. Like, yo, he's fighting his father. I definitely expect him to scrap. Does anyone else? Like, I was thinking something like that, but again, I'm thinking of something crazy. Like, we again, the least expected battle probably gonna see in One Piece. Like, two people that you probably never thought gonna interact and fight each other. Mm -hmm. We might think towards that. Like, all right, who are they? Like, Vegapunk and who? Like, (laughs) Vegapunk. Like, Vegapunk and Eam. Like, we don't know. Like, it could be, like, we don't know, but like, it's just interesting that Order said this and like a battle free fall and like again Order's representing our appetite for this like you know Shanks this and new Dragon. even that too that's like I never think that too Shanks and Dragon that's kind of weird like that's yeah. odd no one but, like, put that two together but honestly I'm getting I'm getting excited that Order said that like you know and I'm looking forward to it all right. So, I want to know who not giving Oda his cards that he's asking for. Like, yo, bro, I made this. How did I not get cards, bro? Give me the blue eyes, white dragon. Like, give me that, bro. I made the shit. How did I not get cards, bro? That was probably the most upsetting thing I read. I was like, yo, what? But, um, what else? I mean, I mean, I feel like the boom of One Piece happened because of, like, what COVID started, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody started picking up new things when they had to sit down and just yeah. relax. So I think within the two years, One Piece has like exponentially had a growth and people started to realize like how great it is since they have time to read it. And now they're on board. So I would say that's probably why the younger audience caught up to One Piece a little bit more than usual. Um, I'm not too excited about the game. Like mm-hmm. that's been six years in development. Yeah. Like I heard the stories made by him. But overall, I'd probably just watch the story on YouTube instead of playing it because I'm not <laughs> really that type of guy. Um, that is not pirating, by the way. Uh, you get it? Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> now, for the future of the manga. So, you know me. I've always criticized Oda a little bit more <clears throat> than others, even though I do think he's, like, amazing. Um, when he says Battle Royale, I love it, but I also... I'm not confident he's not going to off-screen some things, right? Like, if you're going to make the battle the most important part of this ending, like the ending of One Piece, I need to see things fleshed out. I do not want to have what happened with Blackbeard and Boa. We're in the endgame, but the Blackbeard and Boa thing pissed me off, bro. (laughs) Like, it took me to a level I was like, nah, bro. Like, this is... Why? Right? Um... But I do like the fact that he said, listen, like, I know people have been stressed out about me giving you an expectation of when the, the, the manga is going to end. Um, just know, like, don't worry about it. Like, I'm still having fun. I'm still enjoying myself. I'm still writing. I'm still drawing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be a little bit chill out. So does he push it back? Yeah, of course. I think he pushes back. I think that Oda's at an age where he's accepting that this is his lifelong um like treasure like this is his lifelong work right he's not going to be able to do something as impactful after this and it'll be really hard to live up to one piece Mm. so he's like yo why why don't i just you know do this a little bit longer since i have the capabilities and also the energy to do so and um i just think that's amazing so i think that us getting that clarification makes me feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. about even our talk show, right? Yeah. Like, we've been yeah. saying for a little bit, like, yo, what, what's going to happen, like, after One Piece is over? Like, what do we do after that? we got to think about something, right? Right. But at this point, it's like, no, nah, we can actually go for, like, another four or five years if we're really being serious. And that's a long time. Yeah. yeah. Right? That is. So, ah. 
Um, <laughs> for the person, I know I do agree that he's not talking about two specific people. But if he was, it's Blackbeard and Shanks. It could be. But I think most and, people and expect effect, that. And, and, and another thing I didn't like, he said, I hope no one dies. Oh, come on, bro. Yeah. That might you know yeah. nobody yeah. dies in your manga, bro. What are you talking but about, bro? That actually might apply that somebody actually might die bro, in this fight. Yeah. Bro, he's going to kill off like Jozu, bro. <laughs> Don't care. Yeah. I Don't care. care. Kill off Marco, bro. <clears throat> That's real care. impactful for me, but bro. But I was thinking about, like, because he said... Kill Ken. I would be happier, <laughs> bro. I'm serious. Yo, people are attached to certain characters. Kill attached full characters, bro. Kid is more likely to go than anybody, in my opinion. I mean, I'm the, people always think that yo, Shanks might go. Like, he he go too. Like, that's nah. the, yeah, bro. I mean, take Shank out, bro. <laughs> let Luffy let <laughs> listen, bro. Let Luffy never be able to meet Shanks. <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever, just take him out. Why? Yo, we need beef. I fully agree with Sebastian. Yo, we need See, beef right. between Blackbeard and Luffy, like real beef. I want to bring up a. Um, a thing, because you know how Sebastian really go to like the mentor figure always dies, right? Yeah. Doesn't Rayleigh fit more of the mentor than Shanks? Come on, bro. No, no, no. But hear I me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I get it, but like Luffy only knew him for like six months. Y- yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you could argue that. <laughs> you know but what I'm like, saying? But like Shanks was a pirate where Luffy saw as a kid that came and went, right? Rayleigh is the one legit that taught him hockey. He he was Luffy anyway called him master or teacher, so to speak, right? And they were together for nothing for six months, and Rayleigh got him food, right? Be able to reach his dream, Rayleigh supplied or helped him with the means to save his friends and achieve that. Shanks basically, not, I'm not trying to downplay Shanks' role in Luffy's life. That's not what I'm doing at all, right? But Shanks, right? He was there. He influenced him as a, he influenced him as a little kid and gave him the hat, right? That's just someone you looked up to. But mentor? I mean, at that aspect, the mentor figure. I believe Rayleigh fits that role more than Shanks. Lawrence, you really forgot one vital thing that people argue all the time about. Shanks really saved Luffy's life and sacrificed his favorite arm. Yeah. That really no, yeah. I know, that's like, what I'm saying. I'm not you, didn't, you didn't bring that up at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm not downplaying what you want to call it. Shanks' role. Yes, yeah, he did do that, right? But you also, too. Rayleigh had a part of that with Aunt Shibodi, right? He worked to the Shibodi. <laughs> right? With the whole crew and then fighting an arrow for that. And they knew that uh, Rayleigh should have been doing it because his, like, he didn't want to uh, reveal who, where he was to the Marines, right? Rayleigh actively said that, you know? So he put that risk on the line for the Shaw Hats <clears throat> to fight for them, right? And they also, I think even Jackie said, well, Rayleigh's not that nice to like he's going to like protect you guys to do that, but like, Rayleigh did it anyway, right? So I know what you guys said. I'm not again. I can see where people say like Shanks, but also I think Rayleigh fits that role. I'm not saying I want Rayleigh to die either. I don't want Shanks or Rayleigh to listen, die. Listen. But I'm saying that what I'm saying is like to fit that role as mentor that someone die, where it would still be beef. It can be Rayleigh. Is what I'm trying to say. The possibility of it being Rayleigh, because also too Rayleigh even said that if they fought. Blackbeard right now, he would most likely lose. You know? What if... Because we all think is, we get the goal that Blackbeard wants Boa's fruit. What if he goes... He's feeling more confident one time. Comes back, Rayleigh tries the fence, and Rayleigh loses to Blackbeard. I honestly... You don't think it's going to be beef towards, like... uh, Because also, just the thing, like... Because also, you guys are forgetting that Shanks is also a target of Luffy. Luffy says, I'm going to, I plan to attack all of them. 
Rayleigh's not there. Like, for that aspect, that was, Rayleigh is more like someone that Luffy would protect than fight. You know, even as his master, he views Rayleigh this strong. But Rayleigh is someone that Luffy's not targeting to fight himself. Listen, right? bro. You get what I'm I saying? G- I get what you're saying. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I'm tired <laughs> of all these old generation dudes passing, bro. Like, they times has passed. Let them go, bro. We don't need to, them all to die. You know what would really start things off in the right way? Kill Kazaro somehow. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. Yo, Wait, yo, no, no, no. Think about it. Think about it. If an admiral died, how, like, what would the retaliation of the Marines be? Especially if they heard, like, a Yonko did it. Or, like, Buggy did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would the Marines do? How, how would the world government react to an admiral dying? And what better admiral than probably Kazaru? Right? Like, why not? The dude has had no relevance as an OG <laughs> admiral for Mad Long, but if they find out, like, he died on Egghead and, like, he was killed, bro, this might start the Battle Royale. It might start the declaration of war against pirates overall. Like, there's no more taking it easy. Like, we're coming after all of you now. But who would kill Kazaru? Luffy! What are you talking Luffy, about? Luffy, Luffy's, Luffy's not killing Luffy don't be killing Kizarro. nobody. Yeah, he- Apparently, That's the one person that we killed. Apparently, him. he killed Kaido. So, what are we talking about? Yeah, he killed, bro. He's killed people, bro. Yeah. We're going to act like he didn't kill people? No. He hasn't Ever? killed anyone. Ever? Throughout we, the whole story? No. He has not killed anyone. Bro. We don't even know if Kaido's dead. Bro. Are you serious? Bro. So, you think when Luffy, Elephant, King Kong gunned Dofi into the ground and the whole entire city collapsed, there wasn't like one child hiding in a closet, bro? Stop. not one he's definitely didn't kill people with intent but he's probably like mercs a couple people that just he didn't know were there (laughs) I mean I don't know about Filler though Luffy has killed yeah y'all wildin bro Filler though Luffy has killed if you if you said the only person I could see killing Kizaru would possibly be Dragon and it fits it more because yo Kuma coming through Bro, like, yo, there's, yo, there could be multiple ways of him dying, bro. I mean, you can't tell me it would be mad lit though. Like, if an admiral died, honestly, the only person I thought the posse would kill an admiral, honestly, would be Rocks, because I thought Rocks was just that wild. But, but I don't know, like, because I can't picture an admiral dying. Like, that's how how ridiculous it is. And that's why I said, if they actually somebody does kill an admiral, it has to be like, like, like Big Mom eats people, bro. <laughs> what makes you think she wouldn't kill an admiral, bro? She would. That's what I'm saying. But like, in, you ain't gotta be rocks level in order to do so. You could be like a normal Yonko. Big Bob's not a normal Yonko. You can't say that. I mean, <laughs> hey. in comparison to what the Yonko standards were, yeah. she was a normal Yonko. <laughs> Out of the Yonko. No, no, no. I'm not talking about her being lesser. Okay. I'm saying like she's normal compared to like Kaido okay, and like Shanks and Wiper. She's normal in that realm. Okay. Yeah, but everybody else is not normal because they're weaker. Okay, just to clarify. Out of the ones that would actually probably kill a Yonko, like <clears throat> straight up just do it. You mean an admiral? And now, no, yeah, I'm actually, yeah, yeah, kill. Because I mean, I meant to say the Yonko that would yeah. kill an yeah. admiral is Blackbeard. He, he, can't, he can't take on an admiral. Right no, now. no, I'm talking about, but, but he would, who would actually do it? He ain't got it? the facilities for that big time. <laughs> I'm not saying Jean-Paul, but but actually would do it. Like he would have killed them, like, you know? Yeah. Blackbeard. Shanks, it, it depends on the situation, like where why he's fighting for would do it. But Blackbird, just out of for whatever reason, he would do it. Just do it. 
Yeah. Honestly, as crazy as it is, I think it'd be better writing if actually Dragon did it, honestly, to me. I mean, just making Dragon do anything would be better <laughs> writing, right? Like, it would be better writing, of course. Um, all right, so we have some super chats. We got Villain D Juice with the $2. Thank you so much. He says, missed you guys this week. Hashtag T-O-P-T <clears throat> on top. Thank you so much for that. Strahd with the $2 Thank says, Larry, who are you talking to? <laughs> Uh, hashtag twins ain't real. And it was Lido wasn't real, right? I'm real. I'm the original twin. Right? And then we got James Hudson with the two dollars. He says hashtag Larry has bad takes. Hashtag buggy gang. Uh, what's up, Par? Uh, also, we have Strahd with another two dollars. He says Shabuti. <laughs> and then we got Joy Boy Mark with twenty dollars. He says hey guys. I don't know if you talked about this, but with Kuma most likely heading to Egghead, do you think Dragon has a way to find or follow him and we get a personal meetup slash reunion with Luffy, uh, Luffy, Dragon, and Vegapunk? Well, considering that he's always been shown on panel or in the anime as using wind, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's not possible for him to just jump on a ship and just blow wind into the sails at extreme speeds and he's just there in like five minutes yeah <laughs> but i would think there would be a, definitely a reunion yeah. yeah but for some reason i don't think dragon and luffy would meet yeah yeah i think that they would like pass each other somehow they wouldn't meet though like they'd be in the same area but like somehow they just wouldn't meet i, I feel like that's a very older thing I mean, I can see that. I thought like i definitely believe dragon i could be wrong but i definitely believe that dragon is going to egghead but I also thought of like I started thinking of the Avatar, and like remember that dude, um, who was in who was in prison, who got the Airbender. Sorry for spoilers. I'm sorry. Um, who got the Airbender, Airbender ability? Who was um, who was the leader of that gang? Who was mm -hmm. bald? Yeah. And he started using his air and he able to fly. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think Dragon could do something like that? If he has with his ability, well, that he could fly. So, when I was doing research for my my multiple Joy Boy theory, <clears throat> right? There is a time. In the anime, where I believe he picked up Sabo from the water, and he brought Sabo to the ship, and Avankov was just worried. Like, why isn't he here? He's late. So, all of a sudden, they don't know where he's at. Dragon just shows up on a ship, but it looks like he's floating down. And it's like two seconds. But there's definitely wind under his foot. Yeah. He probably can fly, bro. Yeah. Well, he's, okay, yeah, I, I yeah. thought that too. Like. Yeah. <laughs> to me, if you have the wind ability and you can't fly, you're using it wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just, just saying. Yo, that. Ace was using his ability wrong. He should have been flying. Yeah, he should have been flying. I'm Flame on, <laughs> bro! I would have been Human Torch, yeah, bro. Yeah, or like, wait, mm -hmm. what the what's that dude's name from Avatar again? Um, Azula was it Azula or Zuko did it? Like they used the uh, Zuko's father. The fire, yeah, pretty, the fire, yeah, yeah, he pretty was, much. He yeah. was flying. That was yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. All right. Um, all right, so I did have that theory about the multiple Joy Boys, and it brought up a qu uh, pretty good question. Um, so my question to you guys um, is, is there a slight possibility that Luffy isn't Joy Boy and it's someone else? If not, then who do you think it could be right now? <clears throat> I mean, because it's still not confirmed. You need to be. You need to have the Nika fruit to be Joy Boy. You know what I'm saying? It. There was only that drums of liberation with the heart, 
Uh, but also, at the end of the day, the heart, you know, everybody has a heart. So your heart could probably beat a certain way. There's so many theories because there's no confirmation of these things. So who would you think would be the next Joe Boy? I mean, I honestly believe that, because they implied in the manga, that the next Joe Boy has to be a D. Like, mm-hmm. Kaido thought he was Joe Boy. Then something happened that he realized that I'm wrong, mm-hmm. you know. And, again, it goes into um, other stuff like what, who's Rogers waiting for and Rogers saying I'm too late. And they came on looking towards these to be the next Joy Boy. So I don't think so. That's limited to our 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 person who could be the next Joy Boy. So it has to be a D. That's implied. I could be wrong, but that's what they implied. But I don't see Dragon that much as the next Joy Boy. Because now, if the, if Luffy's not it, then you're introducing a whole new D character, mm. which I'm fine with. But like, you know, it could be a little rocky because you you introduce Law, which you know, I honestly don't believe Law is the next Joy Boy. That'd be crazy if he was, but I don't. Because I also think like maybe Joe Boy has to have King disposition too. I don't know, like because it makes sense. Because like, you have to meet certain criteria. So again, you have to. If Luffy's not in, that would be interesting because we all had the whole thing Ace being the next Joe Boy too. But again, have, to me, it has to be like a a King disposition user and a D. So again, that evolves into um, like because I always wonder if we're gonna get more D's mm-hmm. appearing in the in the manga. And again, that'd be dope. Like, you know, when we see, because Jag, Jaguar Sao just came out of nowhere, and I don't think he's the next Joy Boy. So. All right. Uh, who would you pick, though? Who would I pick? Yeah, that's the point of the question. If it's not Luffy, then who would you pick? We're going to miss it, because Luffy fits that, like, it's between. I know, but it's just, if there's a slight possibility, who would you think would be the, the, the Joy Boy after Luffy, or the Joy Boy that would be Luffy if not it's not Luffy? Um, that's alive, right? Yeah, that's alive. <laughs> um, then I would guess the only logical um, logical thought to me would probably be Dragon. Dragon? Yeah, because I think Dragon has King Disposition. And he's the only D left that fits besides Luffy. Okay. What about you, Law? Uh, so we're going with the scenario that I guess is, because again, Luffy fits the criteria, but the choosing someone, like Lano brought up um, interesting candidates, Dragon, Law, um, because it's most likely going to fit the D uh, category, because I believe the Joe Boy is going to be D. Because even though it hasn't been revealed yet, I think Joe Boy was a D himself, mm-hmm. right? I think he was part of that D clan. Um, but sometimes I think of like um, the Nika, and how, how that plays into it with Joy Boy. But I'm thinking Joy Boy. So if it involves in the name, do you have to be in a way like a joyous person? Right? Are you bringing joy to people? Do you have to fit that? Because, mm. like, in a way, Luffy, that's what I say, Luffy kind of fits that, right? So you got to be kind of like happy in a way. That's just like, uh, can I say that for law? Even though he could be saying he was a candidate, but if he's maybe missing two things, he's not a Conqueror's user or known yet, yeah, Conqueror's user yet. And also, he seems to be like more of a serious person than a person that brings liberation, like joy to other people, right? But then you also Dragon, where. He seemed more serious, very intense, but thank you, thank you. He fits the criteria of liberating people because that's basically his life's kind of like purpose right now. Hmm. He yeah. is, he's been doing that before Luffy. Like he's been liberating people, liberating kingdoms, fighting against the ones who legit oppose the ancient kingdom who we suspect to be part or have a, to do with the D-Clan and their ideas, right? Dragon is really fighting them and liberating people at the same time. So Dragon actually fits a good candidate, but... 
again going with the liberation. So then I go into like in a way, Blackbeard. I thought of that too. But I'm like, because that'd be crazy. It's weird to say even to consider Blackbeard because he is a D, but also too he seems even though he's opposite of Luffy, he also seems to be like kind of like always laughing and kind of like a joyous person, but in his own right. Not in a way of liberating other people for good, but he's liberating other people in other ways, kind of, right? I don't want to say, like, oh, Beast, if, uh, another way, like, he's taking people's abilities away, but, um, you know, and liberating them from that. But he's doing it his own way, trying to, bre- for example, Luffy's trying to create a freedom where people can enjoy, right, to, uh, like, you know, eat what they want, live in peace with that. Blackbeard's trying to do it more in a chaos way, like an anarch-, anarch way, where, like, you could, like, literally do what you want, rob, steal, cheat, but that type of freedom, right? So... I believe Joy Boy is more on the light side than the dark, but then we also talk about the, uh, you know, the, um, the what was it, the opposite of Joy Boy? Or yeah, the, Joy Boy, the, uh, the dawn, Joy yeah, Boy, the, the dark. Yeah, the dark, exactly, right? So, but the one to fit that category, like, Joy, Luffy, uh, Blackbeard is similar to that way, but, like, he, his idea of what he wants for freedom for, I guess, like you said, for example, the Paradise Island, right? Yeah. That shows what he kind of wants the world to be like. Mm. Right, different from how Luffy wants the world to be like. He wants everyone to be free, and more in a good way, where they're they're free to be happy. But Blackbeard's more like his freedom is like a pirate paradise, you know, as in his idea of pirate. Yeah. And his idea of pirate is way different from what Luffy's idea. So like that aspect, if you kind of balance it, it's similar to Luffy's, but the exact opposite of Luffy. Right. But he's a D. He's a joyous person now, right? And their freedom. But I don't think is. Is he a conqueror? I don't see Blackbeard fully as a conqueror yet, and I feel like that's important to yeah. the Joy Boy case. But fitting the criteria, Blackbeard is it's between them three, like I said, Dragon, because there's no there's no really other uh D's. Well, that, I only also thought Scythe. The only one, because and if that's pure on theory what other people thought, Shanks, but I don't think Shanks is a D at all. But I, yeah, to me, if, if we're not outside of the D clan, yeah, I would choose Shanks or Salvo. For um, potential, and I don't think it's Momo because he's supposed to assist Joy Boy. Mm-hmm. So like, because yeah. Joy Boy Momo could be a good candidate. He has the voice of all things as well, and I think that's probably part of it. But I think he's he's assisting the uh, Joy Boy, so that's why I would rule him out. Yeah, you know, I, I don't add him in there. But besides from the D Clan, I would probably choose Shanks or Salbo to be the potential. Right, but if I have to choose one, right? Can I choose one inside the outside of D Clan, or just choose one overall? Just one overall. Long. Just one overall. <laughs> Lawrence right. took Mad Long just to be like, yo, just choose one. Yeah. <laughs> um, since you chose Dragon, I'm gonna go Blackbeard. Blackbeard. Yeah. All right. Um, Blackbeard or Momonosuke? I think that Blackbeard is the Joy Boy of the dusk or the night, just because I believe there is a cyclical nature of Joy Boys, mm-hmm. and there's multiple Joy Boy candidates. And there's one of the the dusk of the night, and there's one of the day or you know the the dawn, and they fight. And I think that you know Ace was a candidate for the Joy Boy of the Dawn, but he lost out to the Joy Boy of the Dusk. Nick. And when you know that immediately took him out, put Blackbeard above. So I think there are different people that could take that spot, and I think Momonosuke is probably the closest we have, because I do think in order to be a Joy Boy candidate to a degree, you have to have the voice of all things. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most important factors of yeah. being Joy Boy. And I think that, you know, everything that Momonosuke has done, 
he's you know every every joy boy seems to make a promise if we go off of the previous joy boy that we know of 800 years ago like he promised to take the fishman island uh the fishman out of fishman island but he failed mm-hmm. and then what happened basically the joy boy of the dusk or the night won that era so if it's to be the joy boy of the dawn now because you know when it's daytime it goes to nighttime and then nighttime goes to daytime again right yeah it might seem a little repetitive but it does seem a little bit interesting even though you know the outcome so I think that Momonosuke fits that because he's made a promise to his mom. He fulfilled it. Then he uh, is born as at the same time as Poseidon, right? And also he has the voice of all things. And he also needs to change the world because somebody that's of Joy Boy's nature needs to change the world. So what is one thing he hasn't done yet? To change the world. But how could he if he opens Wano's borders? Mm-hmm. Pluton goes out into the world, nothing's the same, Wano's not the same, but the world is going to change overall. So I'm thinking to myself, like, Luffy may seem like the Joy Boy of the Dawn, and he will somehow bring some change, but necessarily I think that Momonosuke would actually probably be the Joy Boy if he's not. You know, I think that's the closest person, for sure. And then there's Blackbeard. I think Blackbeard's a great third candidate because of what he's supposed to represent. Yeah. So I think the one that do you think Oda in a way for not really for Shadow this with the Mink Kings mm-hmm. you had the King of the Day and the King of the Night and how they kind of battled each other like they grew to hate each other so it's like it could be like that too yeah, you know? yeah that's some that's some foreshadowing that he yeah. would be able to do yeah I just thought about it right now when you were saying that like they're kind of like battling each other because they grew to hate each other and one was the King of the Day and one was the King of the Night and anyway you could think of Joy Boys are kind of like. They're trying to rule as king because basically whoever's in charge kind of shapes the entire world of the aspect. Yeah. You know, whoever takes control. You yeah. Know? That's a good way of thinking about it, too. I forgot yeah. about all that stuff. I could have yeah. added that into my video, mm-hmm. bro. <laughs> 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 all right. So. And I also thought it was crazy because, you know, even Blackbeard, he has a move called Liberation. Like, his darkness. Yeah, he thing. does have a move But it's like, a, you know, it's a dark liberation. Like, he doesn't really liberate things. He destroys it. And then when that's his liberation... Yeah, I should have just talked to y'all about this before I made the theory. It would have been so much better to add these little tidbits. All right, so we got a super chat from uh, Strahd for $2. He says, get more Ds. Pause. Uh, the last Antari says uh, for $5, do you think the eye patch character is going to be a D? Eyepatch character. Yeah. Well, just an eye patch character. Like, we haven't had one in one yeah, piece. And, Le- and oh. Oda said he's probably going to, um, I think he said he's going to have a character with that. And Bastion started thinking heavily that it was going to be Luffy. It still could be Luffy. Because he drew Luffy with an eye patch. It's probably going to be around the burn scar, bro. Possibly. I don't know. I hope not, but. Uh, Shandi Wandi with the, I believe it's Australian dollars, uh, for fourteen ninety nine says, Buggy D Clown would be Joy Boy. Hashtag <laughs> Buggy Gang. I hate you guys. That would be the biggest troll Joda has can't. ever done in this show if you listen, meet Buggy Joy listen, Boy. it wouldn't be too far-fetched for us. Uh, Villain D Juice for $5 says, gotta slide out, still at work. Y'all better argue about something to entertain me when I'm off. Y'all the best. <laughs> well, Sebastian's not here, so usually he's the the one that gets everybody amped up. Uh, I just don't get amped up with Lawrence Orlando like that. So, I mean, I could start so and I just bring a Marco. And nah, nah, nah. <laughs> we, we would be arguing against you, dude. Yeah, I didn't see the news episode, but if you saw the news episode, it got yeah. some heat for Sebastian. I heard that they played Marco. Uh, in the news okay. episode, I had, had him looking slow. Listen, they saying that Sanji over Yamato now because of the last episode. 
I don't know what's going on with the anime. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta like, see it. Nah, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> I'm boycotting, bro. I gotta see it. All right, so uh, thank you, everybody, for the super chats. Thank you so much for still being here with us. If you haven't liked the video, please like the video. It does us a great deal for our YouTube algorithm. Arigato. So, gentlemen, are you ready for the next question? Mm-hmm. All right. Going with Lionel first, because Lawrence went first last time. Oh, yeah. Choose a devil fruit you would want. And me and Lawrence get to tell you what side effects you will have. What? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean side effects? The devil fruit comes with the side effects. Yeah, we get to pick your side effects. So you choose your devil fruit, and we'll determine what kind well, of side I, effects you want. You say I make up a devil fruit? No, no. You could just choose a devil fruit, like any devil fruit that you would want. Mm, you already know who's going to choose, bro. Yeah, do your thing, bro. I don't know. I never actually. I never really care for devil fruits that I want that power. Like, I'm dead serious. I never really. I want to try to think of it, but I never really care for having devil fruit power. So, which one comes to your mind from the get that you want? <sighs> I mean, obviously, people will pick all Luffy's, but I don't know yeah, if I want Luffy's. That's but, what I thought he was gonna pick. Um, honestly, if Dragon's ability is um is wind, I actually might pick wind. Yeah, you'd pick wind. Maybe I, for now, I'm picking wind. All right, but like you're a wind logia, because I'm pretty sure we're all thinking he's gonna be, be like a wind logia. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's so. cr- I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think. Well, it's an ever. element. That is true, but so is no black is not an element. It's darkness. No, it's an element. It's just that his is different. He, he's a different type of logia. In darkness, Blackbird is a logia. Just his. I know. Reverse, yeah, that would be like yo. Is Kazaro a logia? Like yeah, he's that's he's true, a logia. That's true. Yeah. So he's. I never thought of dragon yeah, being a logia. Me neither. Wait, what? Why not? Everything that's an element is a logia. That is, that is true, but, but it didn't register. It in my doesn't. Head. Yeah. No, because I had to think. Because I thought maybe weather also might be his ability. But if it is wind, and he's a wind logia, yeah. that changes things. All right. So I mean, it's the same as fire no, and everything. It's but. not because the thing is like a wind body. That's crazy. Because it's like you're. That's like a. Smoker, but like an upgraded smoker. The smoker be trash. Is what his ability. Yeah, I was gonna say. No, don't compare <laughs> it to smoker. That is disrespectful. Man. I'm gonna like a better yeah. version. Of I'm gonna change it. Are you gonna change it? Right. Yeah, I wanna have Kaidos. Kaidos? Yeah, because you have wind, lightning, fire. You can do all that. Okay. All right. And durability strong. Yeah, all right. Kaidos. For me, your side effect will be every time. <laughs> every time. You transformed, or like, you you. Anytime you did some type of transformation, you would moan mad loud. What? <laughs> Why? That is so hey, weird. Yo. Do I do Kaido's like roar at least? Like sound <laughs> like that when he roars off a of victory? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Every time you transform, I bro. Hybrid, dragon form, any of that. I can't with you, bro. What, what would you pick up for his side effect? <laughs> you you remember Kaido when um when he was drinking he got the flirtatious yeah. hey stop at you? Yeah. That's your hybrid form. What? <laughs> oh, shut up. That's, that's the only hybrid form. You have. <laughs> yeah. When you're drunk when you're in hybrid form, you're always a flirtatious Kaido. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're always flirting. Bro. <laughs> like, stop at you. And then every time uh, he transforms, he's like, uh, uh, uh <laughs> You make me mad. <laughs> Yes, bro. So you, what's up with this guy? You know, most perky dude of all time, bro. <laughs> all right. 
Lords, what devil fruit would you want? And then me and Lionel have to pick your side effects. All right, so I'm actually just going to go with Luffy's. You're going to go with Luffy's? Yeah. Okay. The freedom aspect just appeals to me. Okay. Uh, I, I like being able to do whatever I want. All right. Yeah. And your side effect, what, would it be? what do you think his side effect should be? His side effect. That's a good one. Yeah, right? <laughs> Luffy, what would, it, what would his side effect would be? It's going to be as ridiculous as what you gave me, because come on. <laughs> like, I'm thinking. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know. I don't know for this one. How'd you come up with mine so easily? I don't know it's easy. I'm trying to think of something embarrassing for Lawrence. Hmm. So he has the gum gum fruit. Yeah, he has the gum gum fruit. Or the, yeah. Hmm. Oh, you said a weakness or a side effect? What was it? It's, a, it's just a side effect. A side effect. Every, <laughs> I'm thinking. Yeah. All right. So every time you stretch, right? Every time you stretch, you somehow punch yourself in the face. <laughs> what the heck? Every time. Like, if you go to kick somebody or, like, punch somebody, you get punched by your own punch. That's a weakness, not even a side effect. Listen, bro, overcome, bro. <laughs> I mean, wait, is it, is it, is it after I hit them or before I hit me? Like, it's like it hits me first, then them, or does it hit them, then hit me? It hits you first, and then them. <laughs> so it bounces off your face. What? <laughs> not even the body, just the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a pretty bad side effect. <laughs> I got to use the hockey afterwards and hit, and then hockey <laughs> afterwards. Um. Oh no, I got, I got, I think I got one. Okay. Every <laughs> remember on um, Roger Rabbit. Yeah. In the Toon Town. Mm-hmm. Remember when um that detective guy. Walked in that room and he saw that girl with the red hair, mm-hmm. the the good looking one. But there was the other one that looked kind of crazy. He kept on trying to kiss. Okay, I'm gonna say every time you go into to um Toon Moon Awakening and Luffy, you look like that. The ugly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ugly lady. yo, it fits because you be punching yourself in the face and you just look <laughs> busted. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um. For me, I would choose uh, the thunder, thunder fruit. So a, I'd be a no. A no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have the lightning fruit. Mm. So side effect for Larry. <laughs> Why are you laughing for, bro? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good one. <laughs> You want to sign Lawrence? <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Let's Damn, see. bro. <laughs> this is mad entertaining. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm trying to think. Every time you use your ability. Yeah. Damn, you guys suck, bro. 
Fine, I do this. I mean, this is mighty messed up, though. Every time you use your ability, you also get electrified. That doesn't even make sense. sense. <laughs> that doesn't even make I'm a Logan. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> because with power comes great responsibility, Larry. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I get shocked every time I use my ability. Um... Yo, Lawrence, you had mad time. <laughs> like, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know. Um, Shoot. Okay. You want to you wanna skip, Lawrence? <laughs> you yeah. want to, like, just skip? Can't think of anything? I can't think of If I think something later, I'll say it. He's not. Jesus Christ, Lawrence. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got some super chats. Um, let's see, let's see. So we got a super chat from James Hudson. He says, Dragon is top five. Respect the revs. <laughs> Pluton with $2 says, Yo, why Prona looks so busty in the thumbnail? <laughs> <laughs> That's not me. Uh, Javian Butt, which is Javers, says, Anime had Queen about to finish off Marco. Oh, my God. <laughs> Strahd with $2 says taking his time because he's looking in the mirror <laughs> alright so yeah that was that was crazy y'all took mad long bro you guys took pretty long on mine alright anyway so next question ready if Sanji was turned into a woman mm. do you think he'd still perv out over women or would it be men if you pick one or the other, choose who you think he'd perv over. <clears throat> Wait, when you turn into that, do you still keep your personality? I mean, Law kept his personality, but... But that was different. That wasn't from a Vonko. That was from a virus. I mean, either way, Lano. No, I think he would still um, be tr um, perv over women. Yeah? Who do you think he would perv over? Uh, that would be weird if I don't want to say that. Um, Bobby, because um, I thought of if comes woman for him, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yo, that's still up for question. Yeah. That's still up for question. Yeah. So you think it'd be a Vonkov in the female form? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. What about you, Law? I, I was definitely thinking he'll still perv over a woman, and it'll be the same. He'll definitely perv over himself a lot. Like, he'll just be in alone by himself, just, you know. Hey, man, what you doing? You're supposed to be cooking. You better wash your hands. Yeah, Sanji nasty. So you think he'd perv over himself? Yeah, 100%. All right, I'm going to go against the green. I think it would be over guys, and it would be Zoro. That would be oh Zoro may kill him. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yo, listen, bro. He'd be the one woman he yo. would kill. Or can I get to the <laughs> max? <laughs> Sweet yams. Yo, bro, you can't tell me nope. that wouldn't work out. Nope. Alright, bro. No. Nah, yeah. It wouldn't. <laughs> I can't, <That's>... bro. <laughs> Zoro right. die, bro. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Uh, a more serious question, because these guys can't handle hypothetical questions. Bro. All right. All right, I got one for your now thing. 
What? So every time to use your uh, laggy ability, you have to rub, like, you know, the friction. You have to, <laughs> <laughs> have to wrap your feet. Like, hold on, let me charge you. Know, you know what you should have said? It's not even with my feet. It's with my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do it with my fingers. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Zap. <laughs> All right. So this has been a question that has been circulating within the Discord. But also within a community, and I think it's fair to say, because I think even Oda has taken some jabs at it too. Um, is Jinbei a better wing of the future Pirate King than Sanji? No. Explain Jinbei why. just got here. I'm sorry. I'll wait. I mean, I do understand why people could think Jinbei, because like, for instance, Jinbei, when we see from pre-time skip, like how much he was willing to sacrifice his life for Luffy already like he just met the dude and he even told ace i'm not that type of person yeah you know to do that for luffy then out of nowhere he threw that all out the window like i'm willing to sacrifice my body to save luffy like you know and get to kind or whatever and he also helped luffy get back to like you know um to his knock when luffy thought he, he lost everything because he lost ace you know he um he remember what he had remember what luffy had and luffy said his knock him all and like and luffy even acknowledged like yo this this person time to get back and like I want him on my crew, and like you know, and Jim is just a dope character in general. Like he has such an honor to him and stuff, and how much he contributes to helping Luffy. And now even we keep on seeing it. Jim and Luffy are always together now. Like almost from um, from Fishman Island um, to Whole Cake, you always see like even an Egghead, who's with Luffy. Jinbei. Like it's been like a constant. Who's helping um, Luffy up the tower? It was Sanji and Jinbei. So it keeps on showing like Jimmy's always with Luffy now, but. I think overall, Sanji, like, I think even Parv, not, sorry, not Parv, what's his name? Um, I forgot his name, Morge. Mm -hmm. Linked that pretty much, and it kind of goes into Luffy and, like, Sanji already, like, they both might have a similar dream, like, that Raftel and Obu might be in the same type of thing. They have that connection. Um, and they also, I was thinking of pretty much, like, overall their chemistry with each other, like, when we see Luffy together, like it's different with Luffy and Zolo together. Like that's like, that's my boy, that's my best friend. But like when it's Sanji and Luffy together, it's as a weird connection chemistry with that we don't really see. Like when you see Usopp and Luffy, it's like more of a kiddish type of thing, you know. But when you see Sanji and Luffy, it's more of a like, like an open like deep um, relationship between his his friend and Luffy. Like they connect and like bond with each other so much and like um. And also, like, even, um, like, in what even Sanji did for Luffy multiple times, like, you know. Um, so I was thinking, like, overall, like, Sanji as a character and since and Sanji's development with Luffy overall, I think, like, he Sanji fits it so perfectly to be the next wing, you know. Besides his arguments with Zolo, them being dynamic, because that's just funny and dope, but, like, just Luffy's connection overall, I don't see that same connection at all with Luffy and Jimmy. Jimmy's always there, and he's, he helped him out. Even though Jimmy saved his life, brought him back, but I don't see that connection that with Luffy and Jimmy while I see with, Zola, with Luffy and Sanji. And that's one of the main things. Their connection, their chemistry, their best friends, and what they're willing to go through each other. Because he, Luffy even said like to Sanji, I, without you, I can't even become the Pirate King. So like Luffy, again, feels that strongly towards Sanji. Now, not because he's just a cook, but like Luffy said, like Luffy loves food, and he's willing to not even eat to get Sanji back. So it just sort of shows, again, Sanji fits perfectly for the wing. And, like, Luffy acknowledges that. Because, again, without Sanji, he can't even become Pirate King. So, like, 
And again, I'm not saying he won't say it to any other crew, but like again, it goes to the connection and chemistry and the deep like relationship that Sanji Luffy already have with each other. <laughs> All right, Law. Now, yeah, that the last parts that Lana was saying is what I was actually going to start off with. Back in Whole Cake, when he's fighting, Luffy expressed those words to Sanji, and Luffy was serious. And the the fact that like Luffy, right, said he will not leave this spot, that he'll take on an entire Yonko crew to wait for Sanji here, and I will not eat while taking on the crew. And Luffy knows that without food, he's he gets weaker. Like he needs food to keep fighting. He needs like that's a source of his strength, right? So with Luffy stating that, like how much he's willing to put on the line. With Sanji, it shows how vital, like, uh, role that Sanji plays in Luffy, in his goal to become the um, the pirate king. Like, he recognizes Sanji's value, his strength, his um. Also, what Sanji puts on for the team, since remember, like, the the whole Mister Prince and everything, how Sanji work on the front lines, but also behind the scenes because Sanji's also smart. He's clever. He knows how things work. He knows how to move. Where like. Or the the crews in a um, a situation. All right, how to get them out of it? That's why, like, uh, one of the reasons why Sebastian started to like Sanji because the whole Mister the secret agent aspect, the suit, the Mister Prince. Because while the the crews kind of like in a situation, Sanji will will be like the cru- uh, the clutch to get them out of it, right? So so you think about what a wing is. I guess for this actor, I guess we're talking about the two wings to help Luffy fly to become the Pirate King. Mm-hmm. It's the wiggler is from the state of the show. We saw it was Zoro and Sanji, right? Jinbei's a plus, right, to help get help him get there. But the two original wings, why would that change, right? Sanji hasn't changed in what he's been doing for the crew. In fact, he's probably becoming more and more valuable to the crew, more valuable to Luffy, in which we saw later. That's what I'm going to add on why Luffy said that to Sanji, right? Again, like, we'll, right now, like, for us, too, Luffy's probably building up that connection with Jinbei, right? But also, too, he's even thinking back on, uh, for example, like, uh, he's able to, re- uh, Luffy's able to recognize um, Sanji's strength, because, like, for example, when they went to go help uh, Shirahoshi, right? Who Luffy looks to to help him do stuff like that, to go, to, like, you guys sense a wild beast. He looked to Zoro and Sanji, right? Mm-hmm. Those are his, like, pretty much his, his two right-hand men, you know? Like, Zoro's on the right. Sanji's on the left. You know, again, that's what you say, the wigs, right? Jimbei, he's like, yeah, he's he's going to be added to that, but he's not replacing the original. Because you all know that Zoro's not going anywhere. Why would Sanji? Sanji's been on for the team since day one. Yes, he has his own thing, but also what Sanji's willing to sacrifice, not only for Luffy, for the team. Well, you saw going back on Skype, when he was about to take that Kamehameha wave blast from freaking the Nell of Lightning, right? When mm-hmm. he kicked... Usopp out the way, right, for that. Sami shows that same resilience not only for Luffy but for the entire crew, that he's willing to self-sacrifice his life for that, for his crew. So he's not only just the wing for Luffy, he's also the wing for the crew because he's there for them. He's there to build them up. When Usopp was feeling down about that one thing, Sanji was the one that encouraged him, no, you are a valuable member of the crew. Like, so it's the point is that Sanji helps the crew stay together. You know, so it's like the not say the knock Sanji in that aspect to say that he's not the wing. No, he's he's an important role where Luffy even recognizes. Even like Luffy may you see like people say, oh, he's dumb, he doesn't understand things. No, Luffy sees Sanji's value, right? To that point where like how important uh, how important that he even viewed it. Because to me, I thought that was crazy, Luffy to say that I can't become Pirate King without you. It's like what? Would, 
Like, but that's how strong it is. I need my crew to succeed. And that goes even back to, for example, back at the beginning of the show when he fought Arlong. Luffy said something similar lines, but to Arlong, he goes, I need. He says, I can't do this. I can't cook. I can't fight with swords. I can't even lie. Right? So that all every person that Luffy chose on his crew, and yes, you could say that the, the topper ones, uh, Zoro and Sanji, play a more of an important role because they're stronger. Right? So they add more to it in a way. But Luffy recognized that each person that he recruited on his crew, he needs to achieve his goal. He cannot do it without them. And Sanji has been there, like, such a great support to the team that it is vital that he's in that position he is now. That's the way. All right. I'm going to just straight out say, I don't care about anything <laughs> y'all said, bro. Because all y'all was doing was listing pre-time skip Sanji feats. And even though Sanji was definitely clutch in Skypiea, he was definitely clutch in Alabasta, he was clutch in moments he needed to be clutch for the crew, and they succeeded and got to where they got because of him doing those things. But post-time skip? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. There's no way you... All right, so, for example, you're talking about the relationship that Sanji and Luffy has and how somehow their dreams correlate to each other where they are allowed to share an even deeper connection to where Luffy feels he cannot be Pirate King without Sanji. Bro, I don't care how you feel about a person. It's about what can my wing do to help me fly over the highest of mountains. And post-time skip, and even during the Summit War, which was pre-time skip, Jinbei has always performed and did his own thing. Protecting him from Akainu, he took a punch to the chest from Akainu for Luffy. So he basically saved Luffy in a way that's crazy. And you know what is even crazier? Luffy could have ended up like Gecko Moria. His whole crew got demolished, got sent somewhere else. He basically gave up. It was the first time we've seen in a whole series where Luffy was like, yo, I am not strong enough, and I am going to cry and bang my head and plead you to give me back my crew. And what did Jinbei say? Man the hell up. Your crew is still out there. You still have things left that you care about. Your Nakama is still out there. He said, all right, got on his horse, started training with Rayleigh, bro. Six months later. You know what I'm saying? Then, then... I don't even want to mention the Sanji leaving the crew aspect because you know who would have never done that? Jinbei. Because when you look at Jinbei and Sanji, Jinbei and Sanji kind of had the same role to play. They had the same stakes. Jinbei, if he left Big Mom's crew in order to join Luffy's crew, she would have annihilated Fishman Island. She even said she was going to. Sanji had to marry Puddin. If not, they were going to basically murder Zeph. And then what did Jinbei do? Looked at Yonko into her, her soul, bro. Said, not today, Satan. And literally was like, I'm joining Luffy and I'm going to fight Big Mom so you guys can get away. And what did Sanji do? He cried in the ring because he made the poorest choice and forced his captain and hit his captain to, to make moves because he couldn't make his own. And he's been a complete hindrance to the crew ever since, right? He's been a complete hindrance since Fishman Island when he had his nosebleed, right? Comedic, comedic purposes or whatever, <laughs> it still affected him to the point he almost died. I think when you look at it, 
Jimbe is so much more qualified than Sanji has ever been post time skip. But pre time skip, I think they fill out the same role. I think they're both equal because they've done equal things so far. And I just don't see how Sanji is the wing right now. I would say that Jimbe is. You realize that Sanji literally saved Luffy's life right after he fought Kaido Terry. If Sanji didn't pull up and save Luffy's life when okay. they said that blasphemous thing that even Roger couldn't even survive that, which is total foolishness, mm. that Luffy would have died right then and there. Yo. Sanji came and saved Luffy's life. Okay, so why were they in that position anyway? No, so, but the thing is, <laughs> no. The you know thing what I'm is, saying? The thing is, no. The thing is, because Luffy, again, Luffy couldn't leave Sanji. Like, for instance, Jimmy, Luffy asked Jimmy to join the crew, right? Jimmy said, nah, I can't because there's certain things I need to take care of. The same like you pulled out. Jimmy had a similar role, but he said, for now, I can't join your crew because there's certain things I got settled up with. Sanji said, yo. And what, what were those things? I actually don't remember. Um, yeah, it was going to Big Mom and saying, yo, I cannot do this. Like, I'm not going to be in your crew no more. And then he had to go and basically uh, talk to his fellow fishmen and be like, yo, I'm going to draw, I'm going to leave Big Mom and I'm going to join the Straw Hats. And he wanted to make sure it was okay with them first. He needed their approval because it's his people. But anyway, well, they need to go to Big Mom regardless. Because how, for them, and this actually worked out again in their favor because what was there that they got? Listen, they don't, got, hold no, on, no, no, they got don't, Sanji don't, back. Don't, don't merge the two and, goals. So hold on. And they got a Roe gift. If they, they never went to Big Mom's territory, they never got that Roe gift, and Louie would become less close That's to not becoming. True. Yeah. That's not true. They Did they know prior that Big Mom had the Poneglyph? Yeah, they yeah. did. Okay, so the fact that Sanji had to go there by himself because he felt he needed to, doesn't make it that it's okay for what he did. What actually happened was if Sanji stayed his ass where he was supposed to be and believed in his captain, then he would have been like, yo, we can just go to Big Mom's territory together and plus my family's probably going to be there so I can just do what I have to do. But I'm never going to betray my captain. I'm never going to kick my captain in the face because I don't believe in him, bro. Because I'm having a mental... Breakdown. No, it wasn't just he, no. He knew. Jimbe would never, no, dog. He did not. You can't say that Luffy, he didn't believe in Luffy. That's fully not true. Right, whatever, he bro. did it mostly to protect Zef. Zef. They were threatening Zef's life. Yo, did, San, was, did Sanji get the prince for this, the, the Poneglyph? Hmm? Did Sanji get the prince for the Poneglyph? No, Brooke did. Damn, yo. Sign out, Sanji ain't do, I guess. Yo, but he also. But, but they put him in a situation so they could get the Poneglyph, though. Crazy, bro. They put him, they got into a situation. Confidence. Well, Luffy would have went to Big Mom's territory what to, did, get the, to get the rope on again. What did Sanji help the crew with at any aspect during Big, like, Whole Cake Island? What did he give them, bro, besides helping Luffy out recover? What did he do? He didn't do anything. He stopped Big Mom. Pudding could have stopped Big Mom, bro. Nah, she wouldn't have. You're she, wallin'. No, because Pudding wasn't as good as a chef as yeah. Sanji. Like, nobody, on, oh, nobody on the island was as good as chef as Sanji. Big Mom would have got stopped by Jimbe, bro. Nah. Somehow. Nah, no. I fully believe that. Nah, bro. you're crazy, bro. Dude, Big Mom, you realize Big Mom pulled up on the ship while Jimbe and Luffy were there. And yeah. who knocked her off, bro? Then stop her. She, no, she, she said, no, Luffy, 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 Jimbe. Do you think Jimbe can beat Big Mom? That's no, kid. of course not. But at that point, he was doing more work than Sanji was. 
And you only can let I'll give that because Sanji doesn't hit women. And and also too, that's the only but also too, only going back to the going back to the Sanji got in the situation. Luffy gets them into situations all the freaking time. And San, San, Luffy, I mean Sanji's row and the whole crew has to get Luffy out of it. Yeah. So it's reversing the situation. That's just part of the crew. Nami got them in a situation. Usopp got them in a situation. They all get each other situations because yeah. they're all friends. That's the way Yo, the dynamic ma- of the crew is. How many is. times has Sanji gotten them into situations post time skip? Like y'all, y'all didn't realize it, but y'all didn't say one thing about him post time skip. Yeah, no, I just I said he saved. Luffy's no, when life. you were making your your analysis of who would be a better wing, you only said pre time skip stuff because those are the most important moments of Sanji's character. Sanji's character has always been really good pre-time skate, but post-time skate has been trash. He might no. do a couple things that are good, but like no. are they are they overcoming what Jinbei has done? No, remember. Absolutely not. Sanji led the crew away from Big Mom to the Mink Island. Yeah. Cause what dude, remember, Dove, um they worked on a team while they're being attacked, right? They're working with Law. Do, Sanji led he took he confronted with Luffy first. He goes, yo, I'm about Big Mom's about to attack us. Let me talk It wasn't uh, Big Mom herself though. Yeah, it was Big Mom. Her ship. She was there. Was she on her ship? I don't think he she never, was there. They never yeah, stayed. Yeah, she was there. They never stayed if she was there or not. Okay, but either way, Big but Mom if it's was, her ship, she's probably on it. Yeah, but, but it was Big Mom in her ship, and Luffy, Luffy, Sanji asked Luffy, "Can I retaliate? Give me the word." Give me, he says, "Go ahead, do your thing." He goes, "All right." Then Sanji somehow led the ship away, handled that situation with Big Mom, and led it all the way to the Mink Island on zone. Yeah, how they again? How they found out? More he saved, he saved Nami, he saved everyone, Chopper, Nami, Brooke, all of, yeah, all of them on that ship. Yeah, and Sanji also saved Monosuke from King and Kaido. It's Momonosuke, guys. Monosuke, <laughs> sorry. Monosuke. Monosuke. Yeah, Sanji saved Monosuke from dying when he was invisible and, um, when he, and Sanji got attacked by King. Then Yamato would have saved him, bro. <laughs> Who? ยามันเถอะยามันเถอะเลยเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออเออ
took putting that took it upon himself that responsibility that Kimon's get his body back and stays alive was all Sanji. Yeah. Like Sanji even risked his life to get Kimon's body back yeah. at Punk Hazard in the um in the in the winter thing. Even to help him find his son was all Sanji. That which led to all this. And Sanji helped out Zola when after he got messed up by Kaido and Big Mom when the yeah. cast. And honestly, I was, no no not a knock on Zoro. I don't know if Zoro, if like reverse situation, if Sanji has his body broken, if Zoro takes care now, of him. Zoro's I don't know if he it. does. Zoro did it. I don't know if he takes care of Sanji Listen, the way Zoro, yeah. the way Sanji took care of him. Bro. Listen, bro. Y'all saying things that he should just always do. But do they, <laughs> do they, <laughs> are, they are they surmountable of what Jinbei's achievements have been? And bro. I'm saying nah. Like, there's been more situations. Where Jinbei, in my opinion, post time skips, so I can just clarify for everyone, yeah. because pre time skip is definitely Sanji. Post time skip, there's just a lot more feats that Jinbei has. He's more dependable, more reliable. There's there's nothing you could really see in Jinbei and be like, damn, like he's going to have a mental breakdown during a certain situation. It's like, no, like I can depend on Jinbei to do anything I need him to do. Anything. I've Can just, you say that with Sanji? Yeah. Confidently? Yeah. Anything? Yes. You're bugging. Because Sanji You're has bugging. not failed. Yeah. Has Sanji failed to Luffy? No. Not once has Sanji failed Luffy. Failed him at Big Mom, bro. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. He Luffy saved him from getting mashed by Big Mom you the food. He saved Luffy's life like, um, when he was about to get killed by the whole group of people. Like, Listen, bro. Like, bro, and, and he's, he's not once failed Luffy. Also, too, like, when Jinbei failed Luffy. Name one time. He just joined the crew. When, name one time, bro. Since Summit War. Never. Yo, and you can, Has I, he ever said, I don't believe hey. in my captain? Never. Well, I'm just That's I don't, it. Bro. Bro. I don't Sanji, hear no Sanji no, character Sanji development, bro. Did Sanji say he didn't believe his captain? How are you, how you a good character? And then you just get worse. <laughs> and then you gotta have a character development arc after, bro. I mean, if you wanna. Yo, it Jin- would never be Zoro, it would never be Jinbei, bro. It'd never be Frankie. Jinbei's my boy, bro. Real, you, yo, put him fifth, bro. Nah, I'm Frankie sorry. would never, dog. Dog crazy. What are you talking about? Frankie questions Luffy all the time. Yeah, he do. <laughs> He's the one who we trust in the He, did, he literally <laughs> did it at Death Rose. And also, too. But if you wanna. Jinbei's my dude. This is like, it's crazy having me do this. But if you wanna go with this, the whole thing. In a way, you could look at this. Way. I'm not, but you could look at Jimbei left Luffy hanging to go deal with Big Mom. Because Luffy yelled at Jimbei. He goes, "I'm your captain now." Remember that. Yeah. Says, "I'm your captain. You better come back alive." The whole time when you could say they, they needed Jimbei, Jimbei's been gone for like how long? But Jimbei's already part of the crew. Yeah. Right. He showed to way. He showed to way later on Wano. I'm not. Nip, I'm not saying this. If you want to use that to knock Sanji, you got to do it for Jinbei as well. Because nah. Jinbei should know. If you're gonna, Jinbei should have been there through all this, but he wasn't. He showed up way late in the game. On, yeah, at a crucial time at Wano, but still late in the game. Yeah, you he want had to, to, he had to make sure with his peoples though. That everything was cool. Sanji did the same exact thing. No, Sanji didn't. He left his crew. No, but the thing is, right? So did so Jinbei. You, know <laughs> so so you know what makes it so much worse, though? It's because Sanji has been there for Usopp, and he's also been there for Robin. And you know what type of captain Luffy is. So if Luffy's going to go to, go to war with the world government with no hesitation for his Nakama, he knows you're going to come after him. You know, like Luffy is going to come after Sanji. He, he knew that. I can literally say that Jinbei probably doesn't know that at all. But Jinbei still had enough balls to be like, yo, this is my captain. I'm going to go up to Big Mom and be like, yo, this is not going to happen. I'm not in your crew anymore. 
If Sanji was all that great, he would have been like, yo, I know Luffy's going to come after me anyway. So I might as well just link up with my captain and believe in him. But but also, too, you... Like, do we not account but, for that? No, but also, remember the situation, though. Luffy was not there, right, at the time. And at the time, if Luffy, if Sanji didn't go because they kind of, the circumstance... The Mink were in trouble, and so were Nami and yeah. Chopper and Brooke were all in trouble. Sanji, again, Sanji chose to sacrifice himself. If you want to go there, he knew that Luffy was going to go. He chose to sacrifice himself instead of trying to fight while getting them hurt. Yo, and second, on Jinbei, no, like, Jinbei didn't go to Fishman Island and be like, yo, this is going to cause drastic measures that I'm going to leave Big Mom's crew. Yo, but again. Y'all forgetting that. Like, he actually was out here trying to, like, protect his homeland. He was like, yo, I'm taking a risk, but is that cool with ya? If not, then I won't do it. No, but the thing is, it would have been different if Luffy was there. Because yeah. then he could have worked out with with Luffy. Yeah, but like, since Luffy wasn't there, Sanji had to make a executive call. Yeah. He was like, all right, the crew's in danger. So that's how he told them, I'm going to leave this note for Luffy. Remember, he left it for Luffy to let Luffy know what was going on. But I got, in the meantime, to protect Set the crew, <laughs> I got to sacrifice myself. I'm soft. No, no. <laughs> how is how, him protecting the crew soft? Bro, he knows that Luffy was going to go after him, bro. No, but the thing is, but what did Sanji say in the note? Did he say goodbye forever? No, Sanji said, I got to find out what this chick wants. I'll be back. That's true. So, yeah, Sanji, his whole intention was coming back. Until he he should have came back after no, he heard he, what was going on, bro. No, he only didn't come back because he found it. That's remember, no, And Whole Cake is the reason why he found out. If you, if you, don't, if you don't stay, we're killing Zeph. That's when he found out. He didn't find out there. All y'all telling me. He found out there. All y'all telling me is that that Sanji don't got Conqueror's hockey, bro. That's (laughs) it. Anyway, let's go to the sponsorship. Let's get it over with. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with a relationship, or just struggling from low self-esteem. Listen, I've been there. We've been there. If so, then today's BetterHelp wants to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your own convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire, simple as that, to help assess your specific needs. And then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I happened to sign up at one point regarding my confidence issues. Next thing you know, my confidence issues are not issues anymore. I'm doing pretty well in that area. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer goes out to all that One Piece Talk listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash T-O-P-T. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-O-P-T. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Um, yo, Marv, let's do calls. Why not? 40 minutes of calls? Uh, I got questions, but... I think calls are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, everybody, call in if you want, guys. I was capping a little bit. I'm not going to lie. 
Oh, it's coming. <laughs> I wonder how Sebastian would have felt like you coming at Sanji like this. He probably yelling at Shay. That that. that. <laughs> For no reason, Shay, Shay cooking up something, yo, because she could cook. She cooking up something real good, and he's like, Shay, what the? Yeah. Wrong spoon. We For tried no to defend your boy, Sebastian. We 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 defended him. I don't know how good though. I don't know. Yeah. That's what someone wanted, like you said, the keep maintaining wanted uh, a heated debate. That would have been the heated debate right there. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you, and how are you? Yo, it's uh, Gabriel Montoya. Hey, hey, what's hey, up, what's Gabe? Up, How are you, bro? What up, what up? Good, good, yourself? All right, all right. What's going on, man? What's your What's your question? Okay, my question is, what do you think of Paramecia and Elogia awakening would be? Like, in combination? Like, they, like, or, like, separately? I mean, individuals, like, individuals. I don't think we've seen a Paramecia. Have we seen a Paramecia awakening? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we, we got two. We got Katakuri and uh, Doflamingo. Mm -hmm. Okay, and do, do we have a Logia? Um, well, we've never seen one. But my my uh, headcanon so far is that we've seen a Nell awaken at the end of Skypea when he turned into like his huge Logia form. Um, oh, okay. I think he's yeah. awakened there. And then we've also seen the after effects probably of yeah. Aokiji and Akainu on Punk Hazard and how they literally shaped the atmosphere and the, the, the ground. The whole climate. The whole yeah, climate yeah. change. Yes. So that's that's most likely an awakening as well. But other than that, we haven't had any confirmations. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I believe more so with the Amros too, with uh, Aokiji and Akainu, because I'm noticing a, a, a common trend where most, I can't say all, because we still haven't fully seen it. But good, to me, they're still young. And still developing it with uh, Kid and Law, but from most awakenings, from what I'm gathering, what we've seen with Dogtooth, we've seen with um, Cat, we've seen with uh, Alkiji and uh, kind of what we're suspecting, and Luffy, is that a lot of the awakenings kind of affect the environment around them, right? No, you you can't, you know. So I believe that's why we saw the end result where like they permanently changed that island to a winter island, and that island to why it's just hot all the time because they they can affect the things around them. That's the stronger you are with it. So um, for Elagia, that's why I think uh, for all awakenings kind of have that characteristic. When you develop it really, really well, you can affect the area around you. What we saw with, because like Dofi was turning like everything into string. Like it was crazy. Like yeah, he all, turned everything. Yeah, he turned everything into string. And like uh, and Cat was a legit affecting another person's ability. Like we saw later on Luffy doing, turning the her mirror world into uh, mochi. And Luffy was turning Kaido into rubber. rubber. So, yeah. So I think most, uh, a lot of awakenings, awakening abilities can affect <clears throat> it somehow. How old is going to play with other um, zone fruits or Lagia fruits or Paramecia fruits? We're still with these things. I don't know how, for example, we right now we got introduced to Rob's, Rob Lucy's mm -hmm. awakening. How his is going to affect the environment around them? I don't know. I, I don't see you how. You guys believe the, all the awakenings, like the true awakening is going to have that deity uh that deity thing on them uh the little clouds scarf thing i think yeah. so for zohans honestly because i think zohans. um it's zohans zohans sorry yeah zohans i mean honestly <laughs> i <laughs> i keep messing up sorry. um but i think 
permissions, I think they are the only ones that kind of vary. Because I don't think um, uh, Luffy, like, for instance, with Kaido, that's where Luffy's a little different. I don't think, going by what Kaido said, that Luffy's awakening was supposed to affect his environment. Because he said that with Luffy's, it's really Zoans are only supposed to change the form of the user. That was it. Like, it's not supposed to affect the environment. Well, Luffy was different. That's why kind of was like, this is unusual. Like, this this ability, this awakening is not normal to the, the regular Zoans that they have transformation, that have their awakening. And that's why I think, like, Vagiers, I think they might um, affect the environment, but I think Paramecias, which they showed with Kid and um, Laws, that I think a master Paramecia, that they vary. Because Law doesn't affect the environment. In fact, I'm good. He only used it on his sword, but because he mostly focused on that's his fighting style on his sword. But Kid also, he he's not able to affect the environment like that. But he's able to turn somebody into um into magnetism, magnetism, magnetism. Ma- ma- magnetism. So like that's 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 specific. Mm-hmm. So that's something like Paramecias might be. They may have a broader um broader ability besides just turning everything into um their ability. See the reason why I think also the why Luffy's able to do it because it's also different because yes Luffy is a Zoan but he's a different type of Zoan because he's kind of like also an element he's rubber I, ha- I have like a, a small head cannon for Luffy's uh, awakening I feel like his fruit it has like all three different types of devil fruits like it's kind of combined into one so his awakening he's able to access like all the different awakenings you know like his fruit has all those aspects that's what I think in a way yeah, no, I think we talked about that one time too because Luffy can be intangible a little bit because he's rubber. You can't, you have to have hockey to affect him like a Lagia. Or even some Paramecias are like that. Like, um, uh, what's her name in the beginning of the show? Alavita. Alavita, yeah, because like now I believe you need hockey to affect it because everything just slides off her. Right? And then also, too, he's a Zoan plus. But mainly, Luffy, we were introduced as Luffy as a Paramecia. So, but I think it's because Luffy's a rubber. So, like, or a gum gum, that it's kind of like an element because, like, it comes in a way, rubber comes from like nature, like the, the tree. So, in a way, it's an element that you could turn something into. You turning, if you're a zoan, turning other things into your zoan, that's not going to help you. That's going to help them. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm Kaido and I have the dragon ability and I turn you into a dragon. So, you're tough as scales. That wouldn't help you. Like, same with the leopard. But Luffy turning you into rubber that can't affect you because then he could shape you the way he wants. And are gonna hurt you or affect you the way he wants, and um, I don't know if other and that's what I think Paramish because like um, we haven't seen Doflamingo turn people into string. That's why like Luffy's a special case. It could be the fact that his mode is anyway you know uh, ancient or like you know God or whatever. It could be that's why he has allowed that, right? But um, I think the reason why Luffy's able to do that, and I think maybe other Paramishas could possibly do that because if kids an element i mean well metal but you could be able to turn something into metal and then break that you know i don't know how that would work but i can see it because those are those are things but animal wise because most of zoans are animals or some type of like living thing like that i don't see why that would help you turning someone else into that unless they like unless you could make them lose their their you turn them into it and they lose control like you know mm-hmm. so like I put you in this one now. You become that animal. You're a mindless creature. Like you're, you're nothing now. You know, you're just a, you're that beast. That's the only way. You know, but Oda hasn't really touched up on that. That would be crazy, because then can your hockey overcome that? That'll be interesting. 
Yeah, that'd be a little cool ethic. Yeah. Because I... Mostly... You better say that? Hmm? No, because I was thinking... But also it goes into about Luffy's awakening on what they told what they told us, that in a way it kind of goes into your imagination. Like, what if um, Luffy's only able to turn people into rubber because Luffy's imagining it? Like, I could turn you into rubber. Like, I don't know if it's... Because that's, again, we don't know how broken or hawks Luffy's ability is, but this is like... Anyway, if you imagine it, you can kind of do it. Especially with, even with um with the kind of the veil what Vegapunk is talking about the theory thing about your desire, you know, going through with abilities that it goes into like Luffy's desire and imagination with his fruit, kind of shows that not saying Luffy is, but they kind of broken in that through, we're gonna see more of what Luffy's capable of doing in his awakening fruit. Whether we're gonna see how broken it is, and, it's, and it might be too ridiculous, but I don't, we don't know. And, and it might not just be just with Luffy's, because you could kind of add maybe even Law's ability into that. Law created a part of his ability with, like, an uh, tribute to Corazon. Yeah. I'm a creator where I could just turn off sound in this, where his imagined asthma allowed him to do that, where like, he was able to, he saw another ability use that and made it into his own ability, where he was able to, like, stop Big Mom from voicing out her commands to her, her homies. So now they couldn't hear her, so they couldn't know what she wanted. They didn't know what she wanted to do, an aspect. So it could be also like slow. Just imagine, I could, I seen it, I can do it. So it could be other abilities since a lot Vega Punk is playing into that, or Otis playing into that it could be imaginative. That kind of opens up abilities a little more. That if the more creative you are with your ability, the more you the potential you could do almost anything. And it, to me, I like if that's true, that's good because then it takes it outside of just Luffy. Because then they make, all right, Luffy's just this all, you know, this crazy thing. But all if others can do it, exactly. Guy, yeah. Yeah. But if Law can do it too, that means others can do it as well. Then everyone, you have to work on your, if you want to. I would focus on hockey as mainly, but to be creative with your ability as well, that opens up other abilities. Why isn't that aspect? What is your thoughts? Uh, I'm still sticking with the. Oh, my bad, sir. <laughs> I'm still sticking with uh, Luffy. I feel like his his and Blackbeard's fruits very special. Like, they have the combination of all three types. That's what I, I'm thinking. Um, we got more of the, the hockey aspect with this with this last uh, this last arc in Wano. So this new arc, I feel like it's going to go more into Devil Fruits with Dr. Uh, Vegapunk having the no knowledge that he already gave us i think it's just gonna little go we're gonna get a couple fights and it's gonna get even deeper into the the history behind the devil fruits okay yeah that sounds pretty interesting yeah hopefully because i think we that's a need hope we get it sooner than later because right now you're he's playing so much into the history of the abilities with now with vega punk or on so we should get a little more and now so we can finally cover what makes the fruits of what they are and how they came into existence and the the whole lore behind it because he's been playing with his lore for since the beginning of the show because the show started off with the abilities not hockey you know hockey's the you know the main anyway power in one piece like the end all be all in in one piece actually but we kind of introduce abilities first not necessarily i know with shanks with hockey yeah, wise it's kind of like they did it yeah, both they at did the same both. time but the one that got more creative with it was i guess ability wise but also because like also luffy though Luffy, we saw Luffy eat the ability first before we saw Shanks show his hockey. That's true. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling, man. I appreciate you, Gabe. It's been wonderful hearing right, from you, bro. Yeah.
Thank you. Thank you. See you later, Gabe. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? Yo, what up, man? No way. I didn't expect to make it through to the other end. This is hectic, man. What's up, man? Who is this? Oh, this is Lucky. I'm calling from uh, Vancouver, BC. Oh, wow. What's up? What's up, man? Nice to hear from you first time. What's up, Lucky? Uh, nothing, man. I had a question for you guys. Yes. If, let's say, you're like a villager in a random island, right? And uh, one of the Yonko were going to come to your island. Which Yonko would it, you want it to be? And it's not the Straw Hats, because whichever island the Straw Hats go to is always, like, destroyed after. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Wait, so we're just... Like, they're not pirates, but they're pretty much pirates. Like, the whole place gets destroyed, right? Like, it's pretty much like they're raiding the place. <laughs> How to be shanks. So we're just a normal villager? Yeah, we're normal villagers. Yeah, you guys are normal villagers. So I think if Shanks comes to our village, he's probably making like a home base and he's probably going to stay there for like a year. So I think for a year, we're going to have this strong Yanko and he doesn't really do the things that Kaido or Big Mom, like he's not going to enslave us. He's not going to Arlong us. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's not going to destroy the town. He's not going to turn into full of lead island. He's just going to be like, yo, provide us with some drinks and food and we're just going to chill here for a bit. Yeah, you might be partying with him and then he might even... Make this his territory, and you might have his yeah, protection. Yeah, yeah. You just got to tell everybody not to like come up to him by like you know in any hostile way, because <laughs> then he'll probably just split the island in half or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shanks would probably be the best Yonko. I mean, it's surprising because oh, I mean, like like the Straw Hats are like uh, they're the kind of like the worst crew for like property damage. I think they're even worse than like Big Mom and Kaido. <laughs> no, really, that's funny. They save it, but they destroy it at the same time. I actually thought of one. I, I kind of irks you to say it, but I thought of Buggy. Yeah, I thought of Buggy. If I could take him out. Hell yeah, no. Hell no. If I could take him out. He ain't doing nothing. He weak. So no, like, is, but if you're, the thing is, if you're normal, then yeah. you might not be strong. Yeah. Buggy will overpower you if you're normal. But, but Buggy's an idiot, bro. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, Buggy would just shoot a bomb from his yeah, shoe on accident. A buggy bomb? And just explode true. like a children's hospital. <laughs> yeah. Remember, the, when we first met Buggy, he was terrorizing that island. He shot a Buggy ball just to get at somebody. Remember, and destroyed the whole village. So... You don't want Buggy, but if you're stronger than him, yes. I'm not because what Ace did, like you know, he came out of nowhere and he started partying with Buggy. Like you know. that's different. Buggy knew he couldn't take on Ace, so that's why he partied with him. And also too, he was protected. Ace had the backing of Whitebeard. I mean, but if you're normal and you're not strong, I guess you're one of those normal dudes who uses hockey in his farming or something. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, but then yeah, I guess like it would be Shanks honestly because yeah, your best bet is Shanks because um. Cause we'll, Straight up the shanks. If the, if I knew what I knew and I was a villager in the One Piece world, and the Straw Hat showed up, I'd just leave, man. I'd be like, these idiots. <laughs> 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 up to them. In like five hours, this whole town's going to be like destroyed, right? So I'll just leave. But Luffy back. will leave you with a banquet and some money afterwards. I don't know about that. Yeah. Luffy's gonna, all your food's going to be eaten, bro. So all your drinks going to be taken. Don't you have to worry about maybe Sanji 
cooking. That's it. But the food's gonna be gone. No, but no, and like, your drinks. Because remember the buggy island that all that treasure they got. They had there's a running thing that Luffy like would leave the treasure behind so yeah. they could repair. Like Luffy acknowledges that all right, I I took a part in destroying it. You need money to rebuild it. I leave you this money. If if my island <laughs> is being ruled by a dictator. Come through. <laughs> Save us. Yeah. But if, if it's, it's not, good. Yeah. if we good, if we chilling, <laughs> yo, stay away, bro. Anywhere that they go yeah. brings immense it's amount of attention and struggle. Yeah, that is true. It's just good that they go to where dictators are, right? If they ever went to an island where people are just chilling, <laughs> like, then you see how, how much of bad people, like, they just destroy the whole place for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 like, and like, then you'd be like, "What the hell, Luffy?" And you just dig. Like, I'm gonna be king of pirates. <laughs> yo, like, I know kid, I know kid is not a Yonko, but like, yo, bring kids ass over to our island, bro. <laughs> nothing is going to happen. <laughs> Guaranteed, what? what? Guaranteed, nothing's gonna happen. Kid bro. is borderline evil. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so you want kid right. over buggy? Uh, yes, you're crazy. Yes. All right, but it was that's, so. That's all I wanted to ask you guys. I don't want to hog up the line too much, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's awesome. it's uh, honestly, I'm we're honored to have yeah, you call yes. up, man. Thank, thank you. you so much, and and shout out to your hometown. Yeah, appreciate your call. Yeah. Oh, thanks, son. You guys keep on doing what you're doing. It's great. All right, take care, you guys. Peace. All right, thank much you. love, much man. Love. Have a good night. You too. That was so nice. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Oh man. Yeah, they can't go anywhere. Luffy's going. Bro. <laughs> it's just too much. Like, is it really every town he? Hey, what's going on? This is Larry oh. from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? Yo, it's uh, Diverse from the Discord. Hey, what's up, yeah. bro? Why are you talking like like you on one hundred three point five R and B? Like you know, you spitting game to me right now. You trying to riz me up, yeah. Jamar? What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good, man. How about you, man? How you doing? <laughs> what's up, man? What's your question? Alright, so this is mostly for the twins because they don't really be in Discord like that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is mostly about uh, Kaido's awakening, like how in the manga he has like this uh, separate hybrid form that he goes into occasionally whenever he like he attacks Luffy, and he mostly uses it towards the end of the Gear Five fight to kind of like outspeed him and overpower him a few times. Mm-hmm. So I want to know if you thought that that was just some form he managed to make up, or if that actually was his awakening. This question's so hard, bro. I mean, I since we saw um Luchi's um awakening and he had like a similar um cloud thing, like a weird cloud or cloak thing that's going around him that's black and it's like a weird fiery type of thing. And Luffy has it too. Um, I think if Kyle goes awakening, it has to show something similar to that because like, we saw like the other Zohans that are um, Zoans that are awakened. We saw what they looked like, but they were um they lost their minds so i don't think they're gonna have that same type of um, cloud thing but kaido since even since kaido is definitely mythical i think he's gonna have something similar to what luchi and luffy had and um mm-hmm. so and i think he's gonna his transformation is gonna be different because like rob, rob luchi's looks a little different than his um normal um normal um like hybrid form and stuff because he like for, when he goes hybrid form 
he's all big and everything. And then, you know, he does life return. He makes it skinnier. But his awakening is like a combination of both. Like, he's still big, but it's not as bulky. But it focuses on speed, you know. So, But he still yeah. has power and everything. But So I think Kaido's should look something similar to that. Like, the cloudy thing and a mixture of his, um, like, when he does, like, when he gets really bulky, that mm. really bulk form to yeah. his regular mm. um, form, I think it's going to be a combination of that, you know, with the, with the um, weird cloud thing over his person, you know, and, probably, and maybe look more like a dragon. I don't know if it's going to, since he's a mythical, I don't know if he's going to grow, because I always thought, like, it would be interesting if Kaido, if he went got awakening mode, had grew extra arms, decreased his attack power, or whatever, or maybe even gave, yeah. got three heads and one shoots out fire, one shoots out lightning, one shoots out wind. Wait, what, what are we talking about, Lionel? Well, I'm talking about his awakening. Like, are I you saying he's just going to go three heads? <laughs> three heads and, and more arms? Yeah. What, the, what is he? I thought is he a, is, is he's a mythical spider? It was a dragon, all right? But, yeah, I thought that may be impossible, but it was, like, kind of wild. But, yeah, but I think the cloud thing is going to be more accurate. <laughs> Well, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just using my imagination, man. I you went, you, you went out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know where. It, anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, so I, for me, for Dragon, I believe, and as upsetting as it sounds or is, I don't believe we saw Dragon. Oh wow! I keep calling him Dragon because he's a dragon. Uh, Kaido's um, awakening because. For what I know, so what I know is a Kaido, because I think we would have got worded or noticed that all right, this is Kaido's awakening. Yes, like we yeah. did with like Rob Luffy. I agree, right? And we get kind of get with like a Luffy, right? And the also reason why is that Kaido, and again, was essentially looking down on Luffy the entire time, mm-hmm. right? And also, and not just with Luffy, but it was also with even he'd play to whoever he was fighting to, right? Like we saw, for example, with even Yamato, his own daughter. When she was in hybrid form, he would go hybrid form. When she went to base, he would go back into base, right? And then he's fighting people he doesn't believe to be on his level that could really fight him. So what would be his reason to go in? Because to me, Kaido and I kind of wanted to enjoy these fights. Yeah. So him going in awakening would be too much. It's like, I'm I'm not going to enjoy this at all. I'm going to be too strong. And that's what Kaido, why he was doing this. Like, wait, hold on. He wanted to, like, he would let himself get hit for these reasons, you know? Because he could choose not to. Because if you saw, we saw him dodging. We saw him, like, but he chose to because he wants to feel that he's in a fight. Mm-hmm. He wants to feel that th- that energy, like, that fire. Like, he wants to enjoy himself. Because later on, he starts playing to a little bit. He started enjoying himself with Luffy. He goes, I'm starting to enjoy this. Because Luffy's lasting longer, you know, in the fight. Pause. <laughs> so, in that way, so, like, even when Luffy went, uh, Gear fifth, his own awakening. We didn't see much of a difference of what Kaido did when he was fighting beforehand. We didn't see a different form. We didn't see him do anything new. It was kind of the same thing. And that's when Luffy even started like challenging uh, Kaido even more. So, and then we saw that even uh, that magma form on his dragon form. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't believe that's his awakening. No, it was just like him. Because also, I believe his awakening form, for example, what I noticed. The blast breath he does, he only does that in his full-on dragon mode, right? He did it in his hybrid form. He did do it in his hybrid form? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Blast he did, breath hybrid form. Form. Oh, so he did yeah. it against Yamato. Okay. And he did it against Luffy in his hybrid form. Remember when Luffy was talking um, about saying why you dodged? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then he hits Luffy and he's... Okay. Yeah. So, so playing into, like, for example, even though, like, Lionel brought up with uh, Rob Bellucci's uh, awakened form, looked like a bigger version than his... Uh, 
hybrid form, right? It looked, it looked. No, I said it's a combination because like of his hybrid form, form he's bulky. Yeah. But when his awakening, it was like it looks similar to when Wabluchi did um Life Return and he looking skinny. Yeah. But it wasn't as skinny as mm. that. That's what I'm saying. It was a combination of Wabluchi's doing Life Return and his hybrid form. Yeah, like it was a, his awakening look a combination of that to me. Yeah, that's what I got. But, yeah, but the thing is, like the awakens kind of show like, because um, to me he kind of looked like, a, like not really a new creature, but like he you could tell a big difference, right? Because even though when he went to his hybrid phone, they uh, hybrid form, Logan said it, that's probably his hybrid form. Like you kind of easily identify it, right? But mm. when Rob Lucci went into his awakened form, even Vacabug was that form. The strength, something stood out in that. So I think we would have saw that with Kaido even more, like a new, like a, a form, a creature that doesn't look. Because you could kind of tell with the hybrid form, he looks half human, he looks half dragon. Yo, Lawrence spitting, bro. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like or the 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 awakened form with Luffy, he looked like a new creature. So I think with awakening, that's kind of like even with Luffy, he looks different. He looks like a new, like what is that? Yeah. So I think with Kaido, we would have saw something was like, what is that? It doesn't look like a hybrid form. It doesn't look like his dragon form. It looks like something more. It looks like something different. So as with, and I believe the reason why Odin didn't give us uh, what I believe, Kaido's um, awakened form is because I don't believe Luffy would have been strong enough to beat that form. Even his, uh, his gear fifth, Kaido would have been too strong. Because Luffy barely beat him or didn't really beat him. He kind of like yeah, winged yeah. out him now. Kaido in his awakened form, how does Luffy beat that? You know, in Gear 5th, like, Luffy died in a way, and then also got knocked out of his Gear 5th and had to redo it. So Luffy was hanging on his last strengths. Kaido goes Gear, gear um, his uh, awakened form is just game over. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I got nothing left, and you just went on a form, a form even more stronger than I've been fighting. Yeah. So that's why, that's the only way. So, yes, it's disappointing to us. But that's the only way. Again, it goes into like, and that's why I said that a little. My little problem with One Piece is that I'm sorry, I keep ranting. That Luffy has not fought an opponent like him in that aspect. Every person that Luffy fights looks down on Luffy, right? Luffy doesn't fight a person that's going all out like how Luffy would go all out against. And I would love to see that Luffy fight someone who recognizes, no, this is Luffy. I'm fighting. I'm going. I'm putting out all the stops. I'm going everything instead of fighting someone that looks looks down on me. Like I'm goofy. I'm stupid. I'm a kid. We've seen that constantly in One Piece. But I think that would be more of a challenge to Luffy if he fought someone who was crazy strong, but it's going to give that tenacity that Luffy give, brings to Conqueror, user, and all. You get what I'm saying? What about you, Diverse? Yeah. What do you think? So what's called? I've, I've said this before, but I think that like um, that second form that he showed off, I guess people are calling it like hybrid V2. Like he gets bulkier and like his face changes. He gets like the bigger nose the swirling like flame dragon eyebrows and the sharper teeth the way i saw it it was sort of his awakening or at least a partial awakening because when he does go into that form the narrator labels it as bloodthirsty drunk so i see that as kind of like him giving in to the dragon-like instincts and becoming mm -hmm. bloodthirsty okay. and whenever he does use this form he does end up like overpowering luffy or like blitzing him like, that's the mode he was in when he killed luffy right before it. luffy went gear five Mm -hmm. But him not having the clouds, I can see being an issue in that, like, being an awakening. It could just be like, um, I think somebody brought this up before, but like a chopper situation where Kaido just figured out how to, like, make different variations on his hybrid form. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a, like, arm point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, no, that sounds, sounds interesting. Like, uh, like the way you put it that way. That's true. 
Um, because also it's just tricky because uh, Kaido also uses cloud, just clouds, <laughs> yeah. uh, clouds present because he uses it to like fly or whatever. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, view them as the same as the ones that we've seen with um, with Raluchi, with Luffy, and even Yamato. If Yamato was awakened, mm. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think they're a little different. Yeah, I mean, I do like the um, a little bit with the bloodthirsty comment when you said um, pretty much that Kaido tapped in a little bit into his awakening because again, that makes sense because like. Both times when Kaido did Bloodthirsty and he rocked Luffy when Luffy was in Battle Man, Luffy gassed out and had to grab the air that was losing out of his breath, out of his mouth to put it back in so he wouldn't go out of Gear Four. Like he, Luffy almost lost consciousness, and that's again uh, maybe a little bit Kaido tapping into his awakening. Should not even not even Battle Man can withstand my attack. Then later on, Kaido does it again, and he kills Luffy. So it just like shows like Kaido just an all time monster that clearly Luffy was not ready. Not strong enough to beat, and like so, Kaido kept on downplaying himself to fight Luffy and showed and order showed us like, yo, Luffy wasn't ready to fight Kaido. Regardless of all these all these power ups that Luffy got, Luffy wasn't strong enough and ready to beat Kaido yet. And order just showed us through like how much time Kaido weakened himself to fight Luffy, and he didn't even go out all out to fight Luffy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. To me, Kaido's, Kaido's the Kenpachi of One Piece. <laughs> I think he literally just plays this comp, and when Luffy powered up, he took it more seriously. And I think that he takes it more seriously in, compar- in comparison to, like, who he's fighting, right? Like, a lot of people like to mention, like, the whole Zoro aspect. Like, Zoro was able to cut Kaido, and he scarred Kaido, and it looked like a better feat than Yamato. And then they make up, you know, the aspect of, well, Kaido's, you know, Yamato's his daughter, and he wasn't going all out. And it, it kind of, like, it's all up for interpretation at this point. But I know that, for one thing, Kaido has never taken anybody seriously. And he just let himself get hit all the time. So when I think about the awakening aspect, I kind of agree a lot with what Lawrence was saying, was that um, if Luffy didn't have the ability to push Kaido further, he wasn't going to go any further, even though he had a lot left still. Now, when it comes to the Awakening, I think that goes into play as well, right? Like, he could have dodged Luffy's fist, but he just chose not to at the end. Yeah, he, he said he could dodge, but he said, I, I just take it instead. Yeah, and even, even then, I still don't think that Luffy would have been able to push him down the way he did. And, and the only reason he did was because he started thinking about the Joy Boy stuff. And he was starting to come back to the realization that he just wants to be killed or he wants to be defeated in some grand way. And he felt at that point that was the grandest way to go out. He didn't have to go all out against this person because it was already confirmed in his mind that this person he was fighting was Joy Boy. Why would I need to go all out against the person I want to beat me? So it's really hard in that general aspect because Oda, again, I think it's nice that he leaves up you know, leaves things for our curiosity. But when it comes to situations like that, and you make Luchi an awakened user, I need clarification. I need to know if Kaido is awakened or not. I should not, it should never be left up to the reader to digest that information and be like, what happened? Because that just gives you that same Marine Ford feeling where like Mihawk had a really bad showing, but somehow, some way he's supposed to be comparable to Shanks. It's like, well, that didn't make sense. So <laughs> I need things to be more solidified from Oda. And I would I, I think that 
he didn't use Awakening, and I do think that he did have it, for sure. Yeah. Same. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I believe he had it, just didn't chose not yeah. to use it. Cause like just Doran Kaido, like he's a only he's a king of disposition user. Like his he had a strong mentality. Like he experience, yeah, battle ridden. He's a prodigy. Exactly. Everybody likes to use that for Luchi, right? Oh, he's a prodigy. Oh, he trained. Um, Kaido, prodigy from the get. Two prodigy, like ten, fifteen. Yeah, he's been fighting with top tier opponents who are conquerors, hockey users at the age of fifteen. Who has Luchi been fighting? We no idea. But I think it goes back into that general aspect of requirements for your devil fruit. Yeah. So most likely a lower subclass of Zoan takes a little bit less to activate than it would like a mythical. And there's certain things yeah. that Luffy probably needed to have, like the voice of all things, the Conqueror's Hockey, the Rio and such, in order to activate Nika's full capabilities. Without it, he probably never awakens, right? Yeah. So since <clears throat> Luchi's such a lower form of Zoan, he's able to awaken that devil fruit more than Kaido would. But Kaido has everything. He has the ability to, you know, be a prodigy. He has the battle experience. He he's the only character in the show that's a devil fruit user that's literally stated how devil fruit how devil fruits work. Yeah. Yeah. So for him to be like, nah, my personality because I just wanted to commit seppuku to some degree keeps me from like having my mind catch up to my body sounds ridiculous. Yeah. But one of the things, though, with Lucci, I think. I, oh, sorry, go. I was gonna say I agree with Larry about like uh, lower classes of zone being easier to kind of tap into because like I can go to the zoo and look at a leopard right now and be like, "I right, that's how a leopard's supposed to act," you know. That's something you can you can get into the mindset of. Whereas like the mythical and ancient zones, these are things that don't exist naturally, like that you can find in nature. You really just got to be able to tap in like that. Yeah. yeah. You know what's crazier too? I just want to point out. There are different awakenings. I do want to point that out. It doesn't always have to be the cloak. Like mm -hmm. the cloak might be the mastered form of a zone, right? Okay. Yeah, that's true. Where yeah. we have the impel down guards who were awakened, but they didn't have the cloak. Mm. But they've lost their consciousness to the animal inside the devil fruit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't yeah. think that. See, this is the thing too. Even if Kaido awakened, there's no way in hell he's losing his mind to yeah. that dragon. No. Yeah. He has the most yeah. overpowered hockey of all time. His willpower is insane. He even states willpower rules the world. Yeah. And I know people like to use that as an excuse too. They're like, yo, he was so focused on hockey that he never really depended on his devil fruit. He never really thought that he needed to take his devil fruit that far. And I'm like, every time we saw Kaido fight, he was using his devil fruit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was. So that doesn't even make sense either. I don't know. I feel like there's a huge hole that we're missing, but there does seem to be uh, different forms of zones, and then there's mastered forms of zones. Because we can even go back to, like, this was one of the questions earlier. Chopper, pre-time skip. Was he awakened? No. Swapping Monster Point was a forced awaken. I don't think so. You don't think so, right? No. Okay, but if, he, if it wasn't awakened, that means he lost his mind to one of his transformations, which wasn't awakening. So it does seem like if your willpower can't match your next transformation, you'll get taken over anyway. Mm. Okay. But also, because I, I think you're 100% right, but also Chopper's case, like, what plays into why it probably made him do that way, because it wasn't a natural way to do it. He yeah. forced it through drugs. Drugs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that could have also why you're, you're going about trying to reach this form, 
without you using your will. Yeah. You're, you're trying to force drugs into it. Your will plays no part into it. Yeah. Why Chopper would lose his mind to that, you know? But I was going to go to the Rob Lucci. Uh, I was going to say, what's called, like, post-times get monster point. The reason he is in control is because, like, he changed his mindset when he, like, read the newspaper and saw that Ace died. And then mm-hmm. the whole two years of training. He even says that when he gets back to Sabote, he's like, you know, I decided to fully give him to the monster if it means helping Luffy. So I feel like that's a change of will, or I can increase a will and change a mindset that let him control Monster Point to a degree, even if he still has to use the Rumble Ball to get into it. Yeah, because before he was scared of it, and now he's like, no, I'm going to try to conquer it. But yeah, yeah. But we going to the Rob Lucci thing. I th- actually thought like it made almost perfect sense for Rob Lucci to have Awakening, and like I completely forgot about Rob Lucci with him come to Awakening. I mean, to Awakening. Zoans at all when I'm like when he came when I saw it, I'm like this actually makes perfect sense because again going to the mind Rob Luch is a martial artist he's trained in discipline like you yeah. discipline your body your mind all that to for martial arts and for achieving certain goals so as a martial artist in that mindset you're training that already before you even have an ability so like I don't know when Rob Luch got in his ability but like since as a martial martial artist mindset and his training to me, it made sense that for him to even have awakening, it did because, again, he's a martial artist. Just like if you think of any martial artist um, in the One Piece world who's trained and disciplined, their mindset's probably going to be stronger than the. I'm not saying as a um, a, a, um, a kingdom user, but a regular person mm-hmm. because they're disciplined in that art. Like Sabo, Sabo's mind. Like even when he said the center thing. Like, Sabo's mind is focusing a lot stronger than it was younger because, not because it's hockey also, but also because he's training disciplined martial arts. I mean, it. it I'm not going to say that's not true, but what I will say is somebody also trained for two years. You know what I'm saying? And, and somebody also is a prodigy, and that's Luffy. You know what I'm saying? And for Luffy, we know that when he was training, he got trained by Rayleigh. Top of the game trainer, right? Then he went and got into a couple fights that were actually really tough. Like he actually needed to grow. I can't say that it makes sense for Luchi to do it when Luffy had a hard time doing it and didn't do it until he fought a Yonko. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, who has Luchi fought? And that's my main thing. It's like, I need to know, yeah, you can train all you want, but I don't think training is going to push you to that limit because ultimately you have to be challenged. But that's the thing. Who's challenging him? But himself? But that's the thing with Awakening. Might as well awaken it pre-times kid. But that's the thing with Awakening. Did they say that you need to be challenged and trained for the Awakening? I would think so. They they said that for hockey, but they never clarified that for, well, we just, for Awakening. They said your body had to catch up to the fruit. And your mind. Yeah. But the thing is, too, yeah. it's like Chopper trained and caught up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he did some training. But he only got to another form of his overall zone. Like, for Luchi to just skip, like, you got to notice, like, how many levels of transformations do zones have? It's usually about, what, like, four? About? Like, four? The most? I thought They got their beast uh, form. They got their hybrid form. They got their... their um, Honestly, I think there was only actually only two. Nah, and there's man. Some people, there, there has yeah, to be more. Yeah, but there's people who alter their um, yeah. their Zohans. Like, for instance, Rob Bushi has another one because that's mostly with life return. Yeah. Yo, but that's the thing, too. It's saying, like, okay, so Lucci, out of everybody that's crazy great, 
was like, yo, I'm not going into any other forms. I'm just going to go into this one. The Oh, he has multiple forms. He has the, the, the cat one. He has the hybrid form. He has the life return one. He has the bulky one. That's like another one. That's like four. I think, honestly, I think that's just all the bulky one. Zohans. I think, I think yeah. Zohans could just do that because Kaido did it. The, the bulkiness, like yeah. getting more bulky, I think that's just an animal trait. Listen, type bro, of thing. the only way I'm going to accept this awakening is if it was done through like some type of rumble ball or blutz waves, the same way like Bulma hit Vegeta to turn Super Saiyan 4. Or his like fruit takes less to awaken. That's the only way I'm accepting this, bro. But I get There's you no way Luffy. he should be able to do that. I get to Luffy, but Luffy, Luffy's not a martial artist though. But Luffy, um, really put more discipline in Luffy's training. Even like Luffy trained by himself and trained when he was younger. But Luffy never had like bro, Luffy I don't never care had about none of that no, martial arts training, bro. No, but look at this. But look at this. Look at this. Jinbei would get bodied by no. Gear Four. And he a better fishman karate user. My point bro. is, I don't care about. My point that, is, bro. like, versus Luffy's mind wasn't oh, disciplined. Yeah. Oh, we we gotta go anyway. Okay. Verse, we gotta go, man. I didn't mm. even look at the time. All right. All right. Oh, All right. my bad, yo. Nah, it's good. Mm -hmm. It was a good question. Thank <laughs> you so much, bro. All right. Have a good night. Yeah, you too, man. All See right. Marv, can you can you let me know what the super chats are? <laughs> yeah, they they went away. Fanboy? Nah. Fan bam boy? Nah. What did he say? You want to just? I don't know. I can't see it, Marv. Oh, can you read it, Marv, or not? Nah, and they can hear you. I can't hear you. Contestants. All right, I can hear you. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> can they hear you or not? Yeah, they can hear me. So, uh, fan band boy says, I love the how passionate y'all are, the beauty of this story, and that we get to have these conversations like this about fictional characters. Much love to y'all. Oh, thank you. Then, Strahd, uh, with two dollars said, If you if you two ethereal voices don't get the names right, <laughs> right you're talking about the twins. Yeah. Did you did you read off uh, fourth face? No, I didn't. Uh, like the stream. Also, hashtag bugging. Hashtag Larry, the capper and rapper. <laughs> and uh, Strahd two dollars. I think Par would insert his observation hockey here. <laughs> and uh, I got one more, but I can't see the name. Let me see. Uh, Straw two dollars, taking his time because he's looking in the mirror. Oh yeah, yeah, we read that one. We okay, read that. that's yeah, all yeah. of them. All right, thank you, Marv. I know you guys are so happy to hear Marv's voice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, just want to say thank you guys. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Next episode is actually going to be episode eighty, which is kind of crazy. We're going to be yeah, twenty yeah. episodes away from a hundred. Wow. So I just want to say thank you all for joining us tonight. It's been our pleasure. Uh, please like the stream if you haven't been in our Discord. Uh, join our Discord if you want to listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We're on there too. And also, uh, yeah, thank you. My name is Larry. Lawrence. Lionel. And Seb. This is that <laughs> One Piece. Have a great one, Jana. Jana. <laughs>